listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Woo, Fox Sports Sunday. We are Cavino and Rich. Good day. I said good day. Steve Cavino, Rich Davis. Spotty, Danny Sunday, G, Sunday, Sunday. Bobo, Steve DeSager. It's the show. Thank you guys for being here. <laughs> what was that? When we were kids, was that the monster car thing? It was the monster, yeah, monster truck rally. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Is that a national thing or an East they, Coast thing? I think they still do that. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, we're from the East Coast out here in the mean streets of L.A., ready to talk some <laughs> sports and nonsense. That's what we're good at. And we'll take your phone calls at 877-99 on Fox. 877-99 on Fox. Let's go. All right. Well, we're going to talk about college sports weirdos. I have a theory. Not that if you're a college sports fan, you're a weirdo, but there's a certain type of weirdo. You mean like face painters? Body painters? We're you gonna, used to do that. We're going to get to all that. He did do that. Shaq. The big 5-0. We'll talk a little Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, happy birthday, happy Shaq. Happy birthday, Shaq. Um, how important is it to win your last game? How important is it? To get a hit in your last at bat, how important is it to go out on the high note? We'll Not get, everybody could be you Derek Jeter. You know what I mean. Sometimes you have a Coach K experience and you roll with it, but lots to get to. So, hope you've had a great weekend so far. A LeBron James sort of weekend, a Covington sort of weekend, a Chocolatito sort of weekend. <laughs> By the way, Covington and Masvidal, they wanted to go more. Oh, yeah. They oh, would have yeah. went another few. But it was unanimous. So, yeah. hope you had a victorious weekend. Hope you enjoyed all the games, all the fights. Mm-hmm. We're here to talk about all that and more. Now, get this. You know, I live a co-parenting sort of lifestyle. It's not the best, but the pros are. I'll give you the pros, Rich. I don't even talk about this on our Patreon, to be honest, but... The pros are, eh, once you get past the guilt of, of enjoying your free weekends, you do have a free weekend every other weekend. <laughs> I'd imagine in the beginning you're like, oh man, I wish I could see my kid every weekend. Then they get to a certain age where they probably don't want to be with you every weekend. It's true. It's, it's sad, <laughs> so, it's unfortunate, so, but that's just life, right? Yeah. So this weekend was my weekend with my daughter. Trust me, dude. I got two little kids. Mm-hmm. My daughter nonstop ball of energy. My son thinks he's a dinosaur, so I could use a little break. So yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to get divorced, though, but I could use a little You don't break. need a divorce. <laughs> you know, don't. appreciate your family. That's why when the work trips happen, I'm like, I embrace the work trips. But I have my daughter every other weekend, and, and throughout the week as well, just mm-hmm. every other weekend. And, you know, I knew that this was my weekend with her, and I try to keep it open, just in case she wants to watch a movie with Dad, in case she wants to bond, she's 12 for the record, for those of you keeping score at home. Hey, Melody, you want to watch West Side Story? It's streaming. It's streaming this weekend. Nah, Dad, I'm on the phone with my friends. All right. <laughs> you feel like you feel so lame. So anyway, the point is I was trying to keep this weekend open, right? And a friend hit me up. This dude I used to work with, before I became a radio superstar, Bobo and Danny G and everybody yeah. listening, before I, used that. Work, I used to work at Bennigan's. I think it was my last real job before I got into radio. Turkey O'Toole. Sampler, the the Ruben, Monte Cristo, the au jus sauce. I worked at Bennigan's, Mm -hmm. and man, I used to flip tables like nobody's business. I used to bartend. Worked there for a long time. Oh, he's in the weeds. Like turn them over. And then I said eighty six to this. (laughs) No, I just used to handle sections. People used to complain, right, about they had too many tables. I was like, bring it on. I'm here to work. Give me as many tables as possible. Spot, he did not flip tables like uh, Jim Everett. My point is, I was getting people in and out, in and out. What do you want? Sampler? What do you want? What do you want? In and out. Turkey O'Toole? Let's go. Let's go. The spin art dip? 
spinach artichoke dip. Oh. So anyway, I had a long run at Bennigan's before I got into radio. We're talking late 90s, early 2000s, right? And yeah, I worked with lots of people. You know the turnover at restaurants. If, so you, if you work at a restaurant, if you work at a restaurant for more than six months when you're a younger person, think of who worked there when you first started. Oh, the turnover is ridiculous. Oh, no doubt. Because some people don't like that that hustle, right? And <laughs> yeah. some people are just like they're they're job hoppers. I was never a job hopper. I'm like no. I'm here. I'm here to work. I'm here to make my money. There's always a hot new bartender. Yeah, exactly. There's always a guy that doesn't show up and gets fired. So long story short. I was there for a while. I saw lots of people come and go. And I worked with one dude for a while. But again, you work with so many people. And for whatever reason, he took a liking to me, I guess, right? And I'm not saying I don't like him. I'm just saying he was one of many. And I'm not saying I don't treasure the friendship because I do. I look back at those, those times fondly. That was my grind. This dude hits me up out of the blue without really any kind of warning. And he's like, yo, I'm in L.A. Mind you, I haven't seen this dude in like 20-something years. Okay? <laughs> so keep that in mind, though. You got to keep this in mind. But I'm trying to be more open to the hang. Bro time. I get it's it. Good. Right? That's good of you. Bonding. Yeah. What, did you what did you watch? Uh, yes Man with Jim Carrey? Did a therapist tell you, you need more male bonding? Like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Right? So I'm trying to be more open to that. So, again, a dude who I haven't seen in forever since, like, days of yesteryear. Yo, I'm in town. It's like, okay. And he's like, got Laker tickets. Oh. And I'm like, oh. 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 That's a, but, dude, I got a little I got a little highbrow because I was thinking, well, how good are these seats? You know, I kind of wanted to know. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, By I way, haven't Danny, seen this dude in Danny, 20-something years. Pretentious or not to... Ask I or wonder really where, ask. The, where the seats are. I kind of was I like, get it. I was dancing around the question. <laughs> uh, I would, uh, uh, how could you ask that in a subtle kind of way? Right, right. Should For I bring my binoculars? Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Your opera glasses? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was trying to feel like Kavino's as coy as the dudes on <laughs> Love is Blind. So, like, if you were to step on yes. a scale, what would it say? <laughs> <laughs> could I fit you on my shoulders? Shoulders. <laughs> Can I carry you at a concert? <laughs> Love is Blind's a great show. The reunion uh. aired this weekend. I enjoyed it thoroughly. So, long story short. Too late. Your 20-something-year-old friend you haven't seen in decades is in L.A. and he says, I have Lakers tickets. Yeah. Okay. And I kind of sort of didn't follow up the way Why? I should. Because, again, I already established. It's my weekend with my daughter. So I was leaving it open. You know, I was lamping, feet up, relaxing. There was fights on. I was all amped up about the fights this weekend. So I sort of had like a but mental you, plan. You missed a great opportunity to hang with someone, but not really hang with them yeah. because you don't have to fully engage with someone when you go to an event. I, I know. So you could have just enjoyed the game, shared a beer, uh, talked back and forth for a little bit. A couple high fives. A couple high fives. A couple bro hugs. But you really <laughs> didn't have to like have a one-on-one hang with the guy. You think uh, he would have bought me a foam finger? Might something? have bought you a foam uh, finger. man. Number I really one Lakers out. fan. Uh, I really missed I that. I hope he had courtside seats. So get this. Well, it turns out. <laughs> you I turn saw, on the I game, saw, you see him there. Even, even, no, wor- even worse, Even worse, spot because this is where we take your phone calls at 877-99 on Fox, and we commiserate about the missed moment because- I saw the highlights later on, and I'm like, 
LeBron drops 56 points. On the Warriors. On the Warriors. Oh, yeah, this game. <laughs> Come out to play. Yay. LeBron, LeBron came out to play. The Lakers beat the Warriors, and LeBron turned it up for 56 points, like the oldest player ever in Lakers history to score that much since Shaq. Kavino sees his old Benningans buddy sitting next to Matt Stafford. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, you know, I, I'm being truthful here. I saw some of the pictures that the dude posted on his Instagram story. And I didn't feel as bad because the seats oh, weren't that great. But I still missed the moment. No, I know, I know. But you got to keep all that in mind. Do I sound like a snob? Yes. But this is a guy I haven't seen in a long time, dude. My only connection with this dude was that we worked together for a minute a long, long time ago. And, you, you and, bonded. and, and we bonded and we kept in touch barely through social media. But more so recently, you go through phases, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what happened in his life. Yeah. He fell off the face of the earth, as far as I knew. Came back, started hitting me up. We sort of reconnected. I'm not saying I won't meet him for, for a coffee or something if he's still in town. But I missed the opportunity to see a great Lakers game. You know, one where LeBron showed that he still got the juice when he wants. Which, when he wants to turn it up, he can. Which begs the question. It poses the question. When did you miss the moment? What are the games, the events, the concerts, the the event where you look back and say, ah, oh, damn it, I should have been there. You know what's um, funny, Rich? You and I have two separate friends with the same exact story. My buddy Mike. I went to high school with him. And, one of my and, best buddies. And my, my other buddy, Mike Bonick, a dude, another dude I used to work with. Same story yeah. that you're about to tell. My buddy uh, Lozito, Mike Lozito, Long Island kid, huge Mets fan like I am, and his sister comes home. This is in the late 90s. Long time ago, again, I'm telling a long ago story. Comes home and goes, Mike, I got tickets from someone at work. Do you want them? The Yankees tonight. But Gooden's pitching, and I know you're a Mets fan. And he's like, ooh, I don't want to go to the Yankees game because I'm a Mets fan. But Dwight Gooden's pitching. Ah, I pass. And it's the game where Gooden pitches a no-hitter. Wow. My buddy Mike has a similar story, <laughs> almost the same exact story, except for he was at a a rain delay game in 95, right? And because he was one of the only guys still there cheering, they're like, whoever's still at the ballpark, it's a game next year. Oh. And my buddy's like, you know what? They played Seattle so tough in 95. Remember, they yeah. lost to Seattle in 95, the Yankees in Seattle. He goes, I'm going to pick a game against Seattle in 96 for my free tickets. When the game comes along, he's like, you know what? I'm going to sell these tickets. Sold them. Gooden ends up pitching a no-hitter and regretted it ever since. So missed opportunity, missed games. We want to take your phone calls. Again, let's commiserate because I feel like I blew it a little bit. I mean, it's a Lakers game. Dude, I've been living out here for how long now? I've never gone to a Lakers game. Are you serious? And I swear, I didn't want my Lakers game experience to be with this dude. I really well, did. You know what? You missed LeBron. I missed LeBron. Dropping put on a show. 56. He could have looked at me and said, hey, I got to turn it up when you're in the building. Or whatever he said to Matt Stafford. Oh, he said to Matt Stafford, I can't have you in the building and not put on a show. He could have looked at me and said that pointed way up into the stands <laughs> and said that to me, but Yo, I Bobo, wasn't there. Danny J, any concert? Hey, I enjoyed the fights on the positive. Any fight, concert, or game 
where you regret passing up a ticket or you were going to go, you didn't go, something dope happened. I have a few of these. I mean, I missed the last play at Shea. Billy Joel at Shea Stadium. I was there. And I remember thinking, like, Billy Joel, Shea Stadium? Dude came out with, like, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney era, yeah. And I'm like, wow, what is that? What was I doing? Yeah, what was my I, I By the way, I also, I got a ticket from a friend at work, Jay-Z at Eminem. I was at that show, too. <laughs> and I was like, ah, I'm busy tonight. I'm going, out lived, some, I'm going out some girl. And I'm like, what was I thinking? I, I've lived out all your failures. Sweet. I know. <laughs> but what was so important, though, thinking back? I don't know. Just probably laziness of like, ah. and That's kind of my, my, I had a mental plan. I'm like, my, my daughter's here. I'm going to watch the fights. I'm going to have a drink. I'm just going to chill. I love a fight night, just chilling at home. But I, but I did sort of regret missing the LeBron sort of. To me, just proving everybody that he's still the guy. But yeah, what I mean, this is insignificant because it's a regular season game. But this happens sometimes when you leave a game early. Cavino and I, when we were living on the East Coast, uh, we used to do events where we'd we'd be like, all right, first uh, fifty listeners that sign up, we'll go to a, a, a Yankees game or a Mets game with you know listeners. And the Yankees were getting beat pretty bad, so we left after the seventh inning stretch just to go to the bar. I think Stanton hit a walk-off grand slam, and we saw that. We we heard it as we're like outside the stadium leaving. Like, wait, everyone's going crazy. What happened? You check your phone. Well, like, here, here's the oh. significance, though. It's uh, it's significant because, and you're gonna hate this expression. It's when Stanton earned his pinstripes. It was oh, his moment. No, no, no. I'm serious. No, it was no, like no. his defining moment. You know how every player has their defining moment when they really become part of the team and yeah. they have a walk-off and everyone's cheering around them. Dude, this game was done. We le- And that's something I'm totally against, like leaving before the game is over, but we were trying to beat the traffic with a big, a big party, trying to get to the bar, and I'm like, you know what? Let's just go. We all left, and y- you said it, yeah. man. That feeling of the cheer. You're in the parking lot, or you're leaving the stadium, and you hear the crowd erupt. You're like, what happened? Oh, my God, I was here, and I missed it. It's the worst feeling ever. But, yes, yeah, Stanton earned his pinstripes that night, there and I missed it. are two moments in sports history that come to mind where they show footage of people that left, and it's like, oh, my God, they must oh, hate this, themselves. Uh, 2004? And then you start... Is this the Red... Remember the Red Sox? They wouldn't let him in, or was that Chicago? No, no, no. The Red Sox easily won that World Series. Wait a minute. How about the Miami no, no, no. Heat, LeBron That's James what I'm talking game. about. Oh, yeah. yes, you're you're yes, confusing yes. your sports confusing and everything. Them. Yeah, the, the, the Red Sox won the most uneventful first World Series in 86 years. I'm pretty sure they swept that World Series. I'm talking about Miami Heat. Everyone thinks they're going to lose the NBA Finals. Everyone leaves the arena. And then LeBron, Ray Allen, the whole, remember the whole, yeah. the, the, the comeback? Yeah. And the, all the fans are trapped outside. They already left. <laughs> Same Trying thing to get happened. Back in. Same thing happened. 86 Mets World Series. Two outs. Mets are down by three. This is like five batters before the ball goes through Buckner's legs. But there were people. Now I got to ask you here. Do you tell your friends you left, or do you pretend you were still there? Oh, no. You can't pretend like you were there. <laughs> no way. There's no. That's that's a foul. That's right. a flag. Your, no way. Your phone calls, your feedback at 877-99 it up. I missed the opportunity. Fox. Uh, I missed the moment. Yeah. Your stories of the missed moment. Cavino missed out on LeBron dropping 56 on the Warriors because he wanted to stay home and watch a fight on the living room couch, scratching, Chocolatito, his, bro. scratching his butt. Chocolatito. Chocolatito. Your phone calls and feedback Yum. next. Kavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome back to Covino and Rich on Fox Sports Sunday. At Covino and Rich on social media. At Steve Covino. At Rich Davis. Yeah. Bobo's here. Danny G. Spot. Steve DeSager. And again, thank you guys. 877-99 on Fox. Now, Rich, if cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, then you need Indeed. Because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, (laughs) screen, and interview candidates from one place. Find your next great hiring visit visiting Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed.com slash credit. You said it, buddy boy. I did. Now... We were playing a promo earlier. I don't know if you heard it, but they were talking about Chicharito. That's another missed missed opportunity. Remember that? We had Chicharito on our TV show, Mexican legend, Mexican soccer star. And my brother was like, dude, you had Chicharito on your show, bro, and you didn't get me an autograph? <laughs> How could you do that? You know I love Chicharito. Autograph? He wanted, I don't this know. 1990 I guess he wanted, he wanted me to call him up and be like, yo, Tommy, look who I'm with. Chicharito, say hi to my brother Tomasito. Hola. So we're talking about missed moments, missed opportunities. I had a chance to go to the Lakers game this weekend. LeBron put on a show. That would have been one to, you know, talk about in the future. When I'm an old guy feeding the ducks, I could tell my, well, I could tell the ducks. I don't know. If, <laughs> what are you going to tell the ducks? I can tell the ducks. I don't know if I'm going to be quack, around quack, for my quack. grandchildren. That's quack, that's At the pace I'm going, I don't know if I'm going to see any of my grandchildren. But, uh Hey, Ducks, I had a chance to see LeBron beat the Golden State Warriors. People were saying he was done. The team was done. He put up 56 points that night. Well, I had a chance to be there. I didn't go, so we're talking about the missed moments. Yeah, your only saving grace is that it was a regular season game. Yeah. But a lot of times, if you, if you miss a no-hitter or you miss some no hitters awesome sting. performance or some a memorable moment. Man, that's, yeah. that's got to sting if it's like a once-in-a-lifetime sort of thing. Or, and you uh, let's be honest, or a concert where the person, unfortunately, passes away or retires or something where they're done. Like, there's got to be someone that's like, oh, I was going to go see Nirvana, and I skipped it, thinking I'll see him again someday. And then, you know, Kurt Cobain. Or, like, yeah, there's a lot there's of people I mean, with those stories oh, for sure. You know, I feel, who said they were going to see Linkin Park right before, right after? Eh, it was you, Bubba, right? It was me. Uh, Mike Shinoda was scheduled to come here to talk to Nikki Six Show that used to be here. Yeah. And I missed the opportunity. Ugh. Yeah. Chester Pete, Bennington. Heartbreaking. Because yeah. of Chester, yeah. That's sad, man. Um, another one I had that you just reminded me of was Prince. Oh, you're like, I'll, I'll get around to it one day. That's why right now, I mean. It, it, all it's, seven and watch them fall. It's a good song. Yeah, it is. So Prince had did a concert series out here at the Forum. When they were remodeling the Forum, he was one of the last shows to do it. It was like 30 concert in like 30 days or something like that that he was doing. It was like a sister series. I went to a couple of the concerts. And then the one night that I had tickets and I was going to go, I was like, ah, I just saw him like, you know, a couple of days ago. 
It's not going to be a big deal. Come to find out, he ended up doing an after party from the concert. Oh, blew it. And all of our station was there in the after party, sitting right up front watching Prince, like as close as me and you are right now. He's no Prince, Damn. but I'll get you tickets to see uh, Little Sweet when he's in town. Sweet! He's a sweet one! Sweet! Uh, little Sweet. Um, you know who that is? Little Sweet? Yeah, the guy from American Idol. Yeah. Justin Guarini. Justin Guarini. I, yeah. I wouldn't have knew his name, but I just noticed the guy from American Idol. Yeah. Just a timestamp. Uh, it was 20 years ago that Kelly Clarkson beat him on Idol. Feel old? Uh, little Sweet's well, the guy, um, though. I'll, I'll give you one more. Just based on, I mean, these are old acts now, but based on the thought of, you know, see them while they're still around. Like Elton John and Billy Joel are still performing. Like if, if you haven't seen either one of them and you're even a moderate fan, like what are you waiting for? <laughs> How long could they go? Elton John's got a walker. We're talking about missed moments, games yeah. you should have went to, you could have went to, you decided to do something else, you had a hot date, you, you yeah. went out for dinner instead, you missed a perfect game, that sort of thing. Now, I embellished this story a little bit just to, you know, make Rich mad. But Spot and I, we were all invited to a party. Our buddy Maria Menunos. You guys know Maria Menunos? Talk show host, TV host. You know if you've seen her. She's a big sports fan, big New England fan. She just uh, co-hosted Kelly and Ryan this past weekend. Yeah, she just co-hosted with Ryan Seacrest this past week. Anyway, she has some nice parties out here on the west side. And because we've been broadcasting for so long we, we've been friends with her so she invited us to a, a big party once and rich couldn't go for whatever reason and on this particular night that he didn't go one of our heroes showed up to the party legend a legend no seriously like it was the most famous face i'd ever seen walk into any party carrot top no <laughs> that's, a good, that's, that's a famous face though weird our yankovic no even better two no. legends you two just legends, named though and by the way they're they're both portrayed in the new weird Al movie Someone plays Carrot Top, if I'm oh, not really? mistaken. I, I think briefly, for some weird reason. Who could play Carrot Top? Ed Sheeran? Who else? The kid from uh, Weasley? Ron Weasley? Yeah. Ron Weasley. Yeah. <laughs> the other guy. From... I think he watched Harry Potter and thought it was the Weird Al movie. I mean, yeah. Either that or I fell for a, a fake meme. Because the guy who plays Harry Potter is playing Weird Al. Wait a minute. So, long story short. Nailed it. Too late. Spot and I are at this party. Rich couldn't go. And in walks... An extremely famous face. He's like, hey, yo, yo, like, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here, you know? We're like, oh, my God. It's Sylvester Stallone, dude. Hey, yo, look, it's Cavino. What's up? I'm like, what's up? Sly? A Sly! Be bold or a Sly! So, I mean, me and Spot start fanboying all giddy, like, oh, my God. Yeah, but here's the deal, Bubba. Sly, look at his famous they, face. They were hitting me up, making it seem like they were hang. They probably said, what's up to Sly? Gave him a little fist bump and carried on. But they told me and had me going that, like, yo, bro, you're missing it. Like, yo, we're, like, telling st he's telling us stories about Rocky. You know, I mean, you know, I, I, like, I, I, they made it seem like we were broing it up. Yo, they That's made not me the feel case. so I, bad. I, I did give him the Vato nod. I gave, I gave Sly the nod, like, yeah. what's up, man? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing? But it was, you know, just to rub it into Rich for not going because I don't think he had a, like a good excuse to not be there. You know, Wait, like, dude, I got you missed you. it. We were hanging with Sylvester Stallone the whole night. We met his turtles. Cuff and Link were there. I to introduce you to Cuff and Link. Dolph Lundgren one showed of my up. Fav one of my favorite and closest cousins had a crush on this celebrity. I'm not going to say her name. I, I cannot. I'm okay. sorry, y'all. I. What does it rhyme with? I, I'm not doing it. I'm not. Do I'm not a bragger like that because it, it involves me. When I was at my first station, she came to the station. And if she came to the station 
I looked at her. I was like, oh, my God, you're like beautiful. Come to find out, we ended up, well, fast forward to the story, we ended up talking for about two months. She had invited me to the studio with her to hang out, chill, whatever the case may be. I called my favorite cousin because I knew how much of a groupie and a fan he was of her. Yeah. Like, he had pictures of her on his wall. Yo, you were hanging out with Friana? No, 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 it wasn't, no. For uh, Raya Ferry? For Raya Ferry. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to think of a way I can say it without saying it. She was like, when I was in high school in 2001, she had one of the hottest songs out with Jay-Z. And, oh. it, dude, she is just like so down to earth and so humbling. So I made sure I called him when I was in the studio and gave him on the phone. He, to this day, still hasn't forgiven me for that. Oh, uh, see? Again, missed <laughs> this moments, day. missed opportunities till this day. Oh. Spot, but it was just this. to throw it in his face. Neon I didn't do that in his say. face about Sylvester. No, I was thinking more uh, Nalisha Knees. Nope. <laughs> no, that was later on. That was later I think on. it rhymes with Fria. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good job oh. there. Good job there. Yeah, she's definitely... Nice. Good for you, Bob. Yeah, let's say what's up to Aaron in Tennessee. She's nice. Uh, Aaron, what's going on, man? Kavino nice. and Rich, Fox Sports. Fun day. What's up? Yeah, hey. So, missed opportunity. Actually, this was my best friend um, in high school. I'm, I'm from Palmdale, California, originally. So, uh, my mom worked at the hospital there, and they had season tickets to the forum to all the games, to basketball, hockey, and all that. So she got the tickets to go to this game, just a regular season game against the Dallas Mavericks, and they weren't that good back then. That's when they had Mark Aguirre, and uh, I'm originally from Indiana, so I, it was cool. They had Steve Alford and Uwe Blah playing for them. They weren't very good. So we got the tickets. Nobody wanted them because Magic Johnson was set to break the assist record the next game. So my best friend gets in trouble the day of the game, and his mom tells him he can't go. And we go to the game, and Magic balls out. It ends up breaking the assist record at this game that my friend could not go to. There you go. Perfect example. Not there for the moment. Thanks for the call, bud. By the way, to you know, wrap up the conversation, Rich, for any great moment in sports, in life, anything, period, there's probably some dude who had the opportunity to go and didn't go for some weak reason. That's got to be heartbreaking. Of course. Some guy, every, some every guy, magical moment. Some guy missed a big fight, missed a big game. Someone wasn't there, and they regret it. Uh, let's say what's up to Steve DeSager with an update. What's up, buddy? Hello there. In the NBA today, Boston's Jason Tatum scored 54 points in a win over Brooklyn, 126 Damn. to 120. And Kevin Durant in the Nets, 37 points. But Brooklyn's lost six of seven. Milwaukee beat Phoenix, 132-122. Chris Middleton, 44 points. Milwaukee is tied for second in the East with Philadelphia, three games behind Miami. In the West, Phoenix with a record of 51 and 13, still first place, seven and a half games up on the new second place team. Memphis, and Memphis is in action right now and leading 73-69 at Houston mid-third quarter. Houston has lost 12 games in a row. Washington has beaten Indiana 133-123. Denver's out to a big lead late first quarter, 35-19 over New Orleans, which has won four in a row. And the late game comes up in an hour and a half in L.A. The Clippers, who've won five straight, host a Knicks team that has lost seven in a row. College basketball's regular season ends tonight. There's a game on FS1 right now in the Big Ten. Halftime, 
battle of top 25 teams. Iowa leads at Illinois, 43-37. 10th-ranked Wisconsin already lost at home today to Nebraska, 74-73. Memphis whipped 14th-ranked Houston, 75-61. And Michigan finished its regular season, winning at number 23, Ohio State, 75-69. Selection Sunday for March Madness is next Sunday. Missouri Valley Conference final went to Loyola Chicago, the Big South final to Longwood. Baseball's labor negotiations resumed today in New York. MLB claims today's proposal from the players was worse than a week ago. Scotty Scheffler won the Arnold Palmer Invitational in Orlando by one stroke. Alex Bowman took the NASCAR race in Las Vegas. Kyle Larson finished second. Next Sunday's event is at Phoenix, also on Fox TV. Back to you. Thank you, Steve DeSager. I'm looking at uh, some NBA stuff while he's giving the update. What's the what's the odds? Like, you know, in uh when you think about what's a good what's a good bet to make just based on the odds that yeah, you may not win the bet, but it's sort of like a fun bet don't to bet make. Don't bet on uh Masvidal. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Drake uh, taught me that lesson. Drake put a lot of money on Masvidal last night. We'll talk about that later. I'm looking at how the playoffs would stack up in the West, right? Now, let's just say the Lakers because remember the seven, eight, nine, and ten seed. Now have that little, quick little, all right, the 7 plays the 8, and the 8 plays the 9. There's a way the Lakers find their way into the playoffs. What if the Lakers, as the 8 seed, end up playing, you know, looks like Phoenix? Is there any shot on earth that the odds would be good enough to be like, yeah, we've got 100 bucks on the Lakers, because with the experience and... Who knows at any point, or is that just an automatic first round? See you later, Lakers. Automatic first round. First as automatic? A Laker, as a Laker fan, I have to say that. Automatic. A- Danny, with, Danny G. Hey, automatic. Bucks? I mean, like, you can spare like, 100 bucks for the chance. I mean, I they, for an eight, I was going to say eight seeds usually stand 0.0 chance. But when you got a roster that might be at least healthy enough come round one, I mean, if they you know make what adds, it. adds to the argument? The fact that LeBron could turn it up like that. It adds to it. Yeah, and if he turns it up like that and AD is back on the court, they have a chance. That's what I'm saying. It might be the only time you may try to put a little money line money on a on an eight seed. Dude, look how long it took somebody else to get in double digits on the Lakers last night. I didn't watch the game. I just kept keeping up with it. Mm-hmm. LeBron was the only one in double digits to damn near like the third quarter. Yeah, and it, it's, it's so funny how superstars emerge. And I agree with Colin Cowherd. Speaking of superstars, Bobo Superstar, that is what you <laughs> are. Agent on the <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna let this go, are you? <laughs> what, made, what made you say that? Oh, 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 Rhymes with fine. Oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha. Uh-oh. Yeah, all right. It's a case of the Bobo. Case of the. All right, so. Oh, John ja, oh. ja Morant. John ja Morant. I mean, I'm not saying if you're watching, you know he's great, but I, I heard Colin Cowherd here on Fox Sports Radio make a great point that he's got that it factor. And it's sort of, I'm not saying it all happened at once, but there is a sense that, like, all of a sudden it's like, yo, you're seeing in him, like, like he just, it was it that he got a superstar type of vibe real quick where he was like, out of nowhere, I was like, yo, he's not just a good player. He's got superstar quality. No, well, you start feeling comfortable too, right? Like you belong. You forget these guys are young. These guys are super young. So it, it takes a season or two to really. But there's going to be feel a lot. Feel like you belong there, and you could really be a superstar. There's going to be a lot of excitement come playoff time. So that's uh, that's something to brush up on. If you've been wrapped up in football, and you know baseball's not starting, 
invest a little more time and effort into the NBA. Now that's, that's the plan. That and like I said, some good fights this weekend. So without baseball, you gotta just start tuning into basketball. So let me pose a question. We'll take a break, come back, and really dive into this. It's the question of how important is it for you in life, in sports, especially in sports, in competition, to go out on top. Listen, not many players win a Super Bowl, a World Series, an NBA title and say, that's it, good night. Like, not everyone pulls the John Elway. Not everyone pulls, you know, like, uh, well, I mentioned it before. I know it's eye rolly, but remember Derek Jeter's last home game? Last home last game. Bat, yeah, walk off game winner. I mean, yeah. I, I started it's looking like a story. up when, started, when fantasy becomes reality. I started looking up legends and their last at bat or their last game. A lot of times you can't even find anything because it was probably like a ground out to the shortstop. Or yeah, they put up 18 points and it was like uneventful. Not everyone's got the Kobe 60 point ridiculous rest in peace finale. Not everyone's got the Derek Jeter home game walk off. I'm pretty sure as a Mets fan, I'm pretty sure like. David Wright grounded out to third. Like on a soft grounder. It was like, Sounds yeah, right. later, Captain. Yeah. You know, like, come on. That's what normally well, happens. Yeah. yeah. So you saw something happen last night. You saw something happen over the weekend with Duke. And we're going to get into Coach K and everything that went down next right here with Kavino and Rich on Fox. All right. Fox Sports Radio, FSR with CNR, Kavino and Rich, Spotty Denny G, Bumbo Steve DeSager. I thought you were going to play Lady Marmalade. No? Okay. I ain't telling y'all nothing else. I swear. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not telling what? y'all a damn thing. Could have at least played the Rugrats song. <laughs> 877-99 on Fox. 877-99 on Fox. Missed moment. Missed moment. Well, but if you missed hey, what anything. Know, if you know missed, a missed moment about that one? Yeah. We ended up reconnecting years later. Gave me her new number. Invited me to her concert. I didn't go. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well, listen, well, if you, you know win, what you we're win talking the, about. You win the conversation then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forget Camino skipping the Lakers game. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. If you don't know what we're talking about, you got to catch up on foxsportsradio.com. Thank you guys for hanging out. I'm Steve Cavino. That is Rich Davis. Now, Again, I hope you had a Chocolatito ooh. sort of weekend. Not a Coach K sort of weekend. Well, here's the thing about that. How important is it to go out on top? That's the question we ask. Sports, life. I mean, honestly, anything you do, do you want, if you're an actor and you're like, do you want your last movie to be a stinker? Like when you like hang it up, you sort of want to go out on top, but not everyone's going to be John Elway. We made that point. You know, not everyone's going to win two Super Bowls back to back and then be like, all right, I'm done now. But not everybody has the luxury either, Rich, of knowing it's there. Like we're talking about legends, right? Like Coach K and Derek Jeter and John Elway. I was even looking up. People uh, don't have the luxury of knowing that it's their last game. They don't have a farewell tour. And it makes me think of that meme, that very famous meme about your childhood. Oh, it makes me cry. At some point in your childhood, you and your friends went outside to play together for the last time, and nobody knew it. Oh, yeah. So a lot of times, most of the time. Trying to make me cry, bro. I know. But most of the time, you don't know or realize that it's your. Last moment. That make you, you may uh, think like, oh, this could be, but you don't know. And does that make you uh, teary eyed, Danny G, to think that there was the last time you played tackle football with like your neighborhood buddies when you were a little kid, and no one knew it was the last time? Yeah, I guess if you think too much about it. I mean, we were talking about artists who passed away. What about artists that got murdered? Not, not to get too heavy, but Ooh. I had a chance when I was youngster. I had a chance to go to a meet and greet for the late great notorious Big. 
got busy with work, didn't go. Other coworkers from my radio station went. They had these legendary pictures with them. And that that was my only shot at that. Yeah, you don't know. Camino's right. Unless you are a Derek Jeter, or I even looked it up, Camino. What did Big Poppy do in his last at-bat? I can't find it because it was probably a ground out to like the second baseman in a shift. And, and everyone's like, yeah, Poppy, there you go. Great career. Not everyone gets that last moment. And it just sort of sucked over the weekend because of the likelihood, right? You're a baseball player. If you bat 300, you're a star. That means 70% failure rate, right? Coach K, I looked this up because I wanted to see how unlikely this was. This is why this one stood out. Coach Krzyzewski, Coach K of Duke, last home game. Would you believe his winning percentage at home was 884? Meaning he was 572 and 75 at home. So it's not like, man, I hope he does good in his last game coaching at home. 8.8 out of 10 times. Duke won at home when he coached. So they, the fact that they lost sort of a second-half heartbreaker when he was in his last coaching game at home sort of stinks. And all the legendary coaches prior to him all won their last game at home. Yeah, He ends up losing his last game. It does stink. 42 years at Duke. Final home game they lose to North Carolina, 94-81. to does that define his career by well, any means? Season's not, season's not over, yeah, but no, no. I mean... But it, it's yeah. not defining, but it's not how you want to go out. So how important is it? You know, when you really think about it, Rich, you, you mentioned Big Poppy, right? You, we, we brought it down to our level of your last wiffle ball game with your pals yeah. on the street. You want these things to matter, but they don't, right? I mean... Big Poppy, he probably grounded the third, like you said, the last at bat. No, no. Does Big anybody? Poppy, does... Big Poppy grounded into the, the shift on the right side. Well, oh, yeah. that, that the third. Well, who knows? Who knows? Maybe it, that would have been a, that would have been a triple. Could you think Still... anyone? No one played him on the left side of the infield. <laughs> Good point. So my point is though, no one's going to remember that last at bat. That's true. It doesn't matter anyway. No, let me ask you another question then. I don't want to get too dirty for Fox Sports Radio, but did you curl the toes? Do you remember the last time you were intimate with like I the do. hottest girl you've ever been with? How did I know like, you were gonna like, take do you, this like, conversation? You don't remember? Like I might, you might be like, yo, I dated some hot girl back in the day. Do you remember the last time? Well, hold on. Let me. You re- might have me... dated. You might have dated a girl for five years. Let me revise the meme. At some point in your relationships, <laughs> you and your ex-girlfriend went to the bedroom for the, the last fun shop for the last time to play together, <laughs> and nobody knew it. Do you remember? No. Bobo told her no. He said yeah. he was busy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Bobo. Um, yeah, you want to like see, you, honestly, like, like you want to leave a great lasting impression in everything you do. Is it that important, though? Is that know. really what they're going to remember you for? All right. Uh, well, listen, I got to tell you something about Las Vegas because we're going to be there next weekend, by the way. Las Vegas. We we'll, be, we'll be back for the show, Danny G. Don't worry. Uh, we'll be in Vegas next weekend. Brought to you by our favorite city, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on whoever you root for, whatever sport you love to watch. The biggest games are even bigger in Las Vegas, so make sure you plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. Now, speaking of the 702, which, by the way, you ever hang out with any girls from 702? Remember the, (laughs) where my girls at? Um, this April, this April 28th through the 30th, Vegas will be hosting the 2022 draft, an event that will be unlike any other 
with unparalleled energy and excitement that only the greatest arena on earth can deliver. The best part is now through March 13th, we're giving away a trip for two to be part of the energy and excitement. That's right. That's right. You and the lucky person of your choosing can win a trip to Las Vegas during draft weekend, April 28th through the 30th, sponsored by Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority. The prize package includes round-trip airfare to Vegas, hotel stay on the Strip, access to Fox Sports Radio's draft board broadcast, and more. To enter and get rules, visit foxsportsradio.com. That's foxsportsradio.com to win a trip to Las Vegas during draft weekend. Now, we still have a lot to get to right here on Kavino and Rich. We talked about missing the big moment. We talked about how important it is to go out. Let's talk a little Shaq next right here, so hang tight. All right, wherever you are, whoever you are, thanks for rocking out with us. Cavino and Rich, Danny G, Bobo, Spotty, Steve DeSager. If you're on the iHeartRadio app, what's up? Que tal, loco? And of course, <laughs> everything at foxsportsradio.com. Our stomping grounds, SXM83. Wherever you are, thank you again for hanging out. Hope you had a great weekend, a Covington sort of weekend. You ever think uh, what we're coming up on the anniversary of? It's my parents' wedding anniversary today. Happy anniversary oh. to my parents. How many years? I guess 46. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Happy wow. anniversary. Look at that. To Big Steven Hortensia. But what else? What Are you talking about the second anniversary of two weeks to slow the spread? Or the second anniversary of, who was it that started the pandemic? In sports? Oh, that was... Uh, Rudy Gobert? Yeah, yeah Rudy yeah, Gobert. Yeah. It's that. That's, we're not there yet. Coffin but, and Mike's. But it was two years ago now where we were celebrating our last weekend before everything got weird. The weekend of, it's March 6th, so we're talking about we were going into a weekend where you were like, ah, oh, cool, we're going to like have fun this weekend. Ah, oh, this COVID thing, what is this, coronavirus? What is it? It's in uh, China? Is it, was, were we okay? What's going on? This is before Tom Hanks. This is before Gobert. This is before anything. So two years ago, right around now, you had no clue what was about to happen. Let's see, where, what was March 6th two years ago? I'll do a little... Let's see. March 6th in 2020. You know what? You know, you made me was think a Friday of? night. March 6th, two years ago, was a Friday night. You were about to kick off your last weekend of normalcy. And you didn't even realize it to go along with the meme. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two years ago today, you had no clue. It was the last normal weekend. Did you go out on top or and did you, know you pull what? a Coach K? I'll tell you this. I mean, knock on wood, knock on anything. Definitely Coach it, K. It looks as though two years was the, uh, the length of the severity where masks are being you know, lifted places. The NFL and the and the players have decided no longer testing. So making progress. What I'm saying is it looks like two years almost to the week where it started and I'm not saying ended, but you know what I mean. Like well look, grand opening, grand closing. Pandemic had a major effect on everybody, right? Careers, but lives, tie, kids, yeah. everything. But to tie it into the previous question, if you just joined us, we were talking about the importance of going out on top because Coach K ended his forty two year career at home. It's not over, but at home, with a final home game loss. Which is rare, Carolina. because his winning percentage at home yeah. is .884, which means almost 9 out of 10 times. Yeah, it sours it, though. It does. It sours the moment, but it doesn't really have lasting effect. Yeah. No, I mean, you're right. right? It's not People his last forget game. about it. Uh, but they lost 94 to 81. But no matter what it is in life, you want to go out on top. You just do. You want to. 
It's not defining, but when you go out on top, it's memorable. When you don't, people forget about it. Not a big deal. Maybe after that, Duke drops to a three seed, <laughs> maybe a four. I don't know. But you know what? They're, they're still a, a, a team to be uh, reckoned with. To tie it into what you just brought up with the pandemic and everything. You know, Rich and I were riding high before the pandemic. We had a national radio show, national talk show, national TV show. Our very last TV show, we went out the weakest way possible. We were dressed as Cobra Kai. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> We were dressed as Daniel, Son, and Johnny Lawrence. That was our that was our last show. That was our last show. On, so t- on, t- on TV. So we, we went out the weakest. I mean, we love Cobra Kai, but, but we yeah. were wearing wigs and outfits and like, what a weak way to go out. What a weak way. So hey, could be worse. Yeah, Coach K. No one's gonna remember that. Now, as we get ready for March Madness, I want everyone to think back. To their college days. Whether you went to college or not is sort of part of my theory here. Can I give a shout out to MSU? Not the MSU you're thinking of. Michigan Mon- State? No, no. Uh, Montclair uh-oh. State University. Redhawks, bro. Class of 98. Montclair State I, University. I don't even think that they should be able to say MSU. <laughs> university, man. University. Were they like? Were they really university yeah. status? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Second biggest school in Jersey after Rutgers. That's where I went, bro. Changed the radio program. Sure it wasn't a community college? It absolutely wasn't. Class yeah. of 98. You what sure was your mascot again? But again, Red Hawks. Oh. It sure wasn't like online out. like Phoenix University. Listen, this goes with Phoenix. This goes with the respectable institution. It goes with the point you're trying yeah. to make. You stop. You know, I went to Montclair State University. So ask me who my college football team is. Yeah, ask me. Who's your college football team, Steve? I don't have one. I don't have one. So I went to Montclair State University. They don't have a football team? They did. I'm saying, but a team that you're rooting for when it comes to March Madness. Ask me who I'm rooting for when it comes to basketball. Yeah, we got to... Yeah, ask me. Who are you rooting for? Nobody. I'm going to watch... And I'm gonna, you know, love the matchups. I watch games like like fights. I, I'm I'm interested in the matchups, but I'm not painting my face. I, I mean, specific this, colors. You, you're, if you're, I didn't go to that school, he's in the minority on this. I mean, look at the other two people in the room. Yeah. I mean, Bobo, Danny well, G, Steve Desager, chime in at any time because I look at it this way. Here's my thought on college sports. I'm way more into pro sports. Same, but I can hold a conversation about any sport with anybody. I see one of my buddies is a huge North Carolina fan. And I met this guy. He, he's married to one of my best female friends. His name is Matt. Like, yo, Matt, North Carolina. He's got a Tar, he, he's got a tar Heels tattoo on his leg. And I'm like, yo, how is college down there, man? You must have left four years at Chapel Hill? Man, tell me, tell me all about it, bro. Beautiful city. Oh, no, I, uh, I didn't go there. Yeah, it's like my, my brother-in-law, Chris. He loves Ohio State. He's never been there ever once. I'm not saying you can't root for a college that you didn't go to, but I find it a little odd when grown-ups, grown men, root for a school that they didn't attend. But now, it happens all the time. I know. I, it listen, does. I know. I, I just... We can't deny that you if can't, we have this conversation. You can't go... To a professional sports team, if that makes any sense. You can't be like, well, I went to Miami Heat. You can't, yeah, it's, it's a team. It's an organization. These are schools. You could go there. I went to Syracuse, upstate New York. I lived there for four years. 
I know the campus. I know the bars. I know the eateries. I know the dining halls. I know all the crap that went along with Syracuse University. Spot. You're I'm, a Terp. I'm a Terp. I went to the University of Maryland. And Spot was actually there celebrating, in 03. Celebrating the, the 20th anniversary of when we won the national championship. So are you saying that because you guys went there, it was a big deal for anyone us. else's fandom, That's all we had. if they hadn't gone there, doesn't rival yours? Because they have no allegiance, no real alliance to the school. You went there. There's a difference. I, I think there, not only do I think there is, I know there is. Danny J. I got something for you because this makes me think of pro sports fans who have never even been to the state or the city of the NFL team they root for. Like, yeah. I have a friend who's a huge Green Bay Packer fan. He's never been to Wisconsin ever in his life. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I think I mean, it's, it's the same kind of thing. I landed at the airport in Dallas Fort Worth. <laughs> you had a layover. <laughs> had a layover. That it's a doesn't big, count. It's, yeah, a big layover, it's a big layover <laughs> airport, Bob. I'll give you that. You gotta but, but, go. But no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going this year. I've. I've Pro sports, it, to me, is a little bit different. It, 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 it is, but I like College Dan- level. Ju- Danny G's point is legit because I've been to 49ers games. I was at Candlestick oh. back in the day. I, my, I remember when I first met my wife. This is how I knew I loved her even more than I already did. For my, I think it was like my 31st or 32nd birthday. She was like, here's your present. And Long time ago. And we got, uh, shut up. <laughs> is it your, your 25th anniversary coming up? Trying to make me sound like the old guy when I'm uh, when I'm younger than you. <laughs> just because you use just for vatos on your hair, uh, you're not fooling anyone. Oh yeah. But my wife, when I was like like early 30s, when we were first together, she bought me two tickets, Danny G, to see the Niners in Candlestick and a trip to San Francisco. And I was like, oh, she gets me. Yeah, that's a keeper. Yeah, yeah. I'll make an argument for Remember you. Remember when though. they used to try early on? I'll make an argument. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the good old days. Good old days. I'll make an argument. So. Remember when, you Pose massage, your remember when you would massage your girl for more than 10 seconds? Yeah. Pose your question, and then I'll, I'll give you something to think about. All right, here, here's where I want to go with this. Your thoughts at 877-99 on Fox. Is it weirdo behavior to be a diehard college sports fan of a team? Because it's really not a team of a school. You did not attend. If you said to me, if I met person A, we'll call him Frank. If Frank's like, yeah, Rich, I'm a big Terps fan. Go Maryland. And he's like, well, I never went there. I just root for them. I'd say, Spot, who doesn't give a diddly do about Maryland college basketball? I give him more credit. He lived there. He yeah, but went if Spot's there. Spot's not watching. I'm a Terp for life. He's a Terp. He paid tuition. Spot, Spot hasn't fan. watched. Hold on, Spot hasn't watched a game. Nah, I'm a Terp for life. Devil's advocate. He can say we. By the way, when I like if. If Maryland wins, Spock could go, oh, we won. It's the only time you could say we. You can't say oh, it. we're great. pro sports. Uh, I, if I, the- I hope all, all the money you spent for that degree is worth the fact that you could say we. Yes. Because I'll tell you what, Frank. Spent a lot of good just, money for just that. Just for this conversation. Again, I'm playing, <laughs> Look where I'm it got playing, me. I'm Look playing devil's me, advocate, and I'll be uh, Al Pacino. Don't mind if I do. Can, can, if you're going to play devil's advocate, be Keanu. I don't want to be Keanu. Whoa. Whoa. Right. <laughs> well, in this particular example. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Frank has been watching games where Spot, his last game he probably ever cared about, was in the 90s. It's not true. So who's more of a fan? And again, I'm playing devil's advocate. Okay. What about the person that lives in a major college city, in a college state, where they don't have a pro sports team? Trust me. I went to Syracuse, where upstate New York, all we called them townies. Yeah, but not every townie <laughs> goes to that school, but they live that lifestyle. They root for their team. So how are you going to deny, based on your theory, the townie whose whole 
town and, and existence and maybe even their income revolves around that football team or that college that college. I, I how, think how I can think you deny their fandom and their alliance yeah. to some guy who just went there but doesn't necessarily even care? Example spot. He doesn't I, care about Maryland. I lived in Syracuse, New York for four years of my life. I went to all the basketball games. I went to the football games in the Carrier Dome. I'm like a casual football and casual college basketball fan. I don't pay attention the way I do by not even close to the NFL or NBA. But I have more of a tie to Syracuse than some guy that never went there for school. And he's like, yeah, go Cuse. Oh, you went there? No, I went to Ithaca. That guy is, that's lame to me. Let's go to your phone calls, your feedback. That guy is it, a weenie. It is lame, but that doesn't mean they don't root harder and know more about it than you do. Just because you graduated there, you sort of like left it behind you. Yeah, These guys you were, are die hard. You were part of it. Okay, so hey, it's it's a good debate, and I'm playing devil's advocate here. I, I get what Rich is saying. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. If Montclair State had won anything ever, well, they were national. I'm sorry, what, that, they were please, Division Three oh, when okay, I got there. They're Division it. Two now, but they were Division Three national champions in baseball. That's, that's really that's like super unimpressive. All right, let's go to Emmett in Olympia. Emmett, I mean, if you're trying to get everybody to hate you, you're doing a good job. I'm uh, good. You went to Syracuse. Whoopity do. Uh, Emmett, you're on. What's up, Kavino and Rich? What's up, Kavino, Rich, Spot, Danny, Bobo? Ooh, um, I'll, t- I'll tell you what's up. Rich and Spot love to pull this big time. They went to big schools, but guess what? We're all in the same room. So does it really matter? How much does it really matter? Well, I'm sitting in my bedroom, and you guys are in a studio. So, I mean, how, how about that? But, yeah. um, but my exactly. thing is, on this college thing, I have something to say about the fight, too, is, look, I, I, I was in Washington, and I despise UW, and I don't like uh, Washington State because their team has been bad the whole time. But what I will say is, Rich, you are right. If you graduate from Syracuse and, you know, you see that some random schmuck at a Walmart with a Syracuse shirt on, then okay, yeah, you have the right to make I went there. But I still think you could root for a team, even if you didn't go to the school, because, hey, you rich could have gone to Syracuse, but, like, this guy could have could know a lot more about, like, the school's sports history. And my thing on the fight is the Colby Covington and Jorge Mavidal fight last night was it was – pretty obvious who's going to win that. There's a, a part in the fourth round, I believe it was on the minute 18 left in that fourth round, where um, obviously Covington had most of the momentum, and then Masvidal had that one little section. That one shot. Down. That one shot, yeah. Yep, exactly. It was, it was crazy, and I, I'm starting to you know, get in the USC without you know having all this football stuff. And I, I don't know if you guys saw the clip, uh, Bobo. It's an, you, you probably have to bleep this out, but before – um, Masvidal just trash talking Colby, saying how he had herpes and stuff. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, oh, they, there's they, a lot of they, bad they blood. They do good there. trash talking there. Thank a you. A lot of Emmett. bad blood. And yeah, Masvidal had his moment. He clipped him with a nice shot to the jaw, and nah, wasn't, wasn't able enough. to do much because Covington's wrestling was just too, too impressive. Let's go to Virginia and Jeff. You're on hey, Fox buddy. Sports Radio. Hey guys, great show as usual. Oh, thanks, man. I just figure as we're gearing up for March Madness, <laughs> and we're every, talking you know, Coach every, K. We're talking Coach K. When you see someone like, yeah, go Duke, it's like, oh, you went there? No, I just like him. 
Like, no, I, th- I, I think that holds cloud. You can root for a team, but you're not. You're never going to have the experience someone did if they went there for four years. They studied there. They went to the food court. They got drunk at the that's bars a good there. Point, but it doesn't mean that that yeah. person roots for the sport teams. And they can't say we if they don't if they didn't pay abnormal amounts like, of tuition. Like I hate Duke. They were a bitter rival of ours when I was there. Yeah, ours. He could say ours because he paid to ours. go to Maryland. Uh, Jeff, go ahead. Yeah, man. I I, I was actually uh, born in. in uh, Ocala, Florida, middle you know, middle of, uh, of Florida, down the road from uh, Gainesville. Grew up a Gator fan, you know. Never attended there one time. Moved, you know, it's transient. Dad was in, air, in the Air Force, so we moved around quite a bit, and we ended up in uh, Houston as a teenager. And uh, you know, it's always put, you know, when the, when the internet started up, you know, I was always putting old Go Gators, and you know, never never once. You know, attended there. I graduated from Houston uh, a few years after uh, uh, Elijah and those guys did their thing there, it was, which was really great. I, but, I look at you as you should be loyal to Houston, Jeff. I know. I, I still am. You know, like couples. You know, Freddie couples and those guys. I, I'm 54, so I'm showing my age a little bit, but um, well, I've uh, yeah. Well, I'm wondering but, if we appreciate hey, you calling. A lot of dads. Yeah. A lot of dads get in trouble. You know, these you know, at my age, because you've probably moved to a state where your kids are fans of that state, you know, and they're going to go to those school. You know, like I live in Virginia, so Virginia Tech, Virginia, uh, JMU, or whatever. I get uh, you. Yeah. So. I get you, man. Listen, well, we're going to take all the phone calls. We have a lot of feedback on this Okay, one. okay, fine. We'll take your phone calls, 877-99 on Fox. We got more Covino and Rich next. Yo, Rich, you're not going to care, but I want to give a shout-out <laughs> to Julio Cesar El Rey Martinez. Who that? Guy who took a beating last night from Chocolatito. Chocolatito gave him a master class, as they said. If you, have a, son, if you have a son one day, you're going to name him Chocolatito Cavino? <laughs> it's got a ring to it. He's from Nicaragua, but legend. It's Cavino. It's Rich. It's Fox Sports Radio. I hope you enjoyed the fights this weekend. UFC 272. You think by I the hung time out my boy uh, hung out my boy Pete last night? Oh, uh, pizza pie, Davidson pie. No, pizza oh, pie, I'm Pete Davidson. I want to <laughs> hang with that guy. Yeah, I want to know. know. I want to know what is your secret. And I uh, hung out with my uh, uncle Tito, Tito, and uh, some flavored <laughs> seltzer. Oh, nice. So I I was boozing and a schmoozing and watching some fights. And I hope you guys enjoyed your weekend too. Hit us up at Covino and Rich at Covino and Rich. We're talking a little college sports right now oh. in Alliance and Allegiance. And here's the thing: we're gonna get to your phone calls at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We were just talking about. Coach K and how it sucks that he lost his last home game. And we started talking about the schools we went to and how if you didn't go to that school, you can't rival someone's fandom who went to that school. I gave some arguments, but the thing is I'm consistent with how I feel about it. I actually agree with you, Rich. I do. But -hmm. I also feel that way about professional sports. So I don't understand where you have the loophole of – yeah, if you never lived in that city or even went to that city, how do you root for teams from that city? Yeah, I listen, I, I know what you're saying. I, my my specific So I'm wondering where do you justify that? My specific gripe. How do you justify is, rooting for the 49ers when you just went there as an adult for the first time? Listen, my dad loved Montana as a kid when I was a kid and I think it's very normal for people to root professionally for teams outside their city. I think it's cooler when you've had the opportunity to go see that team play. Danny G made the point. He had a friend in Green Bay. Uh, he had a friend that roots for the Packers his whole life. Never even stepped foot in the state of Wisconsin. So it's like, you're right. I, I get it. I think maybe eventually you try to hit up that city or that team. 
But when it comes to college sports, I'm not saying if you went to the university, you're the end-all, be-all sports fan. But I think if you went to a college, you have like an automatic, like, yo, I went there. I lived on the campus. I experienced. Doesn't matter. The theory's flawed. Just like, I mean, Spot, who just left the room right now. Yeah. He's a great example. Spot from the Covino and Rich Show. Yeah. Went to Maryland. He was there when he won a national championship. Oh, two. He's a terp. You can't take that away from him. He paid to say, I'm a terp. And, and he, he also said that but he was he, he was drinking air about sports at all. So the guy that roots for them is more of a fan than Spot. I don't care if he went there or not. He doesn't know anything about their their sports after he graduated. He I, I, I get it, but I'm saying there is a tie he has to the University of Maryland that the you know guy with the beer helmet. It's like yeah, go Terps. Like yeah, that guy's a fan, but he, he's not an alum. I think it's odd. I, it's also got brought up because I have a buddy Matt who <laughs> this is funny though, yeah. has a tattoo. He has a Tar Heels tattoo, and he's like yeah, North Carolina. And I remember thinking like, yo, bro, tell me about your days at Chapel Hill. And he's like, no, I, I went like to Ithaca. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold on, you've never like. I don't know. I find that peculiar. That's all. Let's go to your phone calls, and then I'm going to tell you how I got in a fight with an old lady. All right. Uh, Donovan in Arkansas. What's up? Hey, yeah. I think y'all just got to think about some of the uh, smaller states that don't really have any kind of professional sports teams going on. Uh, I'm from Arkansas, and yeah. you know, the, the Razorbacks are the, the big thing around here. That is our professional sports I, team. I'll, I'll give you that loophole. You know, Donovan, I'll be honest. I hate. To, I never want to go back on an opinion I have. It's weak. <laughs> actually, no. It's it's actually open minded. Um, weak, weak. But which is the weak one? I thought of that during the break, and I was like, yeah. But then again, I guess if you live in Alabama and you're like roll tide, and there's no pro team there, like I can't hate on you for like participating in the fun. I, mean, I, I, just, I, I did express that though. Yeah. I was I was defending that person. I, I had said if you live in that town and, and or in that state. And everything revolves around that team. How could you deny that person of their alliance? I'm just to trying it? to make people mad. Let's go to Tim in Nevada. Uh, hey, Tim. Um, and you know why? Because I'll give you this: if you, Wee. if you went to a big school, and you're right, there is a big school pompous attitude. I admit I have it. You went to Penn State. You went to some big school. Yeah, I went to. Uh, yeah. You know, out here, if someone's like, "Yeah, I went to UCLA," isn't that a lot cooler than someone that's like, yeah, "I root for UCLA." USC. Come on, I mean, it just. My 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 point, Kavino, is there's a there's a little more of like a a feeling of belonging or bragging when you went to the school. Tim, you're on. Hello, gentlemen. What's um, up? I just picked up the show the first time a couple weekends ago. Nice man. And you guys are great, man. You you definitely picked up a loyal listener here. Appreciate that. Awesome, brother. Um, Thank you, Tim. Yeah. Uh, you guys aren't quite as good as Odd Couple. Shout out to Chris and Rob. But, um, shall we hold on a second? Um, I mean, they're fantastic, no. but I don't, think I, I don't think I asked you that. Yeah. Come on. I, I, hold I, on. I, I, I never asked you about it. I'm, I'm going to set up an arm wrestle between me and Broussard. We're going to solve this like men. Think, yeah, I don't think we were comparing ourselves. Uh, so have, uh, that was so know. unsolicited. Spot, you want to have a wing oh, eating hey, contest? Hey, yeah, sure. That was a little rude. After, yeah. after I just yeah. thanked you, yeah. a little rude. No, I didn't mean to. I apologize. If you get more voice impressions, 
That's the funniest part of your show, here, man. Tim. You guys have no, me I'm not cracking up. Hey, Tim, you're cool and old, but uh, you're cool and old, bro. But cracking Emmett up. from Olympia, the Kobe Fall, Kobe Fall is a little cooler. Yeah, Emmett's a, <laughs> Emmett's a way cooler caller than you. Thank I just want to set the yeah. bar high for you guys. Sweet. Well, yeah, Tim, Tim we're, we're going to be in Vegas next week, and I was going to I was going to offer to pay for a lap dance at Spearmint Rhino for you, but now it's off the table. Hold on, I want to pull a oh. I want to pull a Russell Westbrook. How do you know what my expectations are? What do you? How do you? Who do you want to set? the expectation <laughs> oh don't be so thin-skinned it's all right that's hey, what's up buddy <laughs> hey, a, i have a question about baseball for yeah. you guys but i wanted to comment on this uh rooting for college teams yeah um that guy kind of the last caller kind of stole my thunder i mean i'm a union pipe fitter i never I had the opportunity to go to college but i tell you what i never went to college but i do have a phd a pretty huge yeah. <laughs> by the way, that joke, by the way, you know, Tim, Tim, I was going to say, you and Cavino would get along great because he probably uses that joke once a week. So there yeah. you go. There you go. Hey, I know it's off topic, yeah. but uh, since we're talking baseball, I don't know if they're arguing about this in their discussions right now, but something that's always bothered me about the rules of baseball is concerning the sacrifice fly. Uh, when the guy hits the sack fly, he doesn't get – charge for an at-bat, which doesn't affect his batting average. Yeah. Now, if the same guy hits a ground ball the opposite field, moves the runner over, it accomplishes the same thing, yet he gets dinged for an at-bat. Yeah, there's, rule, there's, 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 rule, there's rules that are a little bunk. You could There's pitcher stats, too, where it's like, should a guy be responsible for everyone he left on base? I get it, but they're not going to change stuff like that, and I'm going to tell you what they are going to change, Tim, so you hang tight. Kavino yeah. uh, and Rich, the, uh, the normal couple. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Joe, you're on in pen. What's up, Joe? Tim, pretty huge doofus. <laughs> uh, what's up, Joe? Hey, um, I know I was just going to touch on what you guys were talking about with the college thing. Um, yeah. I, I talked that way my whole life about the sports. I feel like if you haven't went to that school, you can't. You know, it doesn't mean as much. I actually had two buddies one time where I'm from. I'm from Pennsylvania, and um, we, have a, we have a Penn State Baron up here, and my buddy went to Penn State, Maine. And they actually got into it because the one guy told me he wasn't allowed to root for or Penn. You know, wasn't his, he wasn't important enough to root for Penn State? Yeah, because he went to the Barron School and he went to a smaller school. And yeah, he didn't. He didn't go. He didn't go to state. He didn't go to State Park. He uh, what is it? Uh, is it State Park? Is that Penn State? I agree, yeah, but I think you got to yeah, be consistent uh, with it. State College. Yeah, he didn't go to State College. They have those like uh, off off yeah, campuses. Like the University of Maryland, Baltimore County, UMBC. Yeah, yeah that exactly. doesn't. We count. don't. We don't count that. <laughs> oh, there you go. Thanks <laughs> for the well, call. My point is, is they, yeah. went, they, they almost fist fought over. It, to tell you the truth, but I mean, I think my buddy who went to Penn State, Maine, thought he was cooler. Was a little out of line. A little out of line with that one, but I do agree. What I, I don't. I feel like college fandoms for the fans. If you're a college football fan, you just like the sport. Like I follow conferences, or I'll follow some teams. You know. Yeah, you know what? Whatever, I think but... I think the diehard. Uh, listen, being a diehard fan. Can I root for the marching band? You can. <laughs> I'm a big oh, fan. Of Ohio those. State's marching band. Yeah, oh, yeah. I root for them. Yeah. Um, let's go to Keith in Oakland. Then I have one more point. Then we'll get an update with the Sager. Keith, what up? Hey, thanks for having me on, y'all. Uh, I'm going over the Bay Bridge right now, so I, I, I hope I don't lose you. Um, the Chesapeake Bay Bridge? <laughs> uh, I have something to say, though. So, I was born in 83. I have a North Carolina tattoo. I went to San Diego State. Why? Because growing up, Michael Jordan was my hero. He went to North Carolina. 
I, I'm from Oakland. Antoine Jameson. You know, like, like. You know, I, you know Michael, I, Michael Jordan doesn't have a Keith tattoo. You know that, right? <laughs> you guys don't. Have, you guys don't have like matching tattoos. <laughs> I, I do know that, but it, I personally don't think it takes away from my fandom. Yes, I agree. Somebody who went there would have a little more, you know, I guess, say in whatever. But. I also used to own an all-Oakland Raiders store called the Silver and Black End Zone. I have a Raider tattoo. I was never part of the franchise. I never played for them, but I gave them my all. So as a fan, I mean, can you really say that it truly matters if you went there or not? Because think about how many It doesn't truly matter. Board. Honestly, Keith, to be honest, it doesn't matter at all. I'm just having some fun conversation. You and do and, you. I, and, I, and I'll, I'll do this. I'll, I hate to go back on anything I say, but I'll say this. Don't do it. Stick to your guns. Don't do it. We grew up in a place where no. there were so many pro teams. Uh, he's he's uh, moonwalking now. I'm not, you know, he forget is, it. He's the Michael. <laughs> he's he's backpedaling. All right, maybe I won't then. If you root for a college team that you didn't go to that school, got a Peloton under that desk. Yeah. Oh, because I'm backpedaling. He's backpedaling. Oh, okay. If you live, we grew up in an area where there's so many pro options that if you root for a college team that and you didn't go there, peculiar. Right? If you're like, oh, sweet Seton Hall jacket. Oh, I just, I'm a fan. A fan of Seton Hall? <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's go to B in Washington State and then to Sager. Uh, let's say how to B real quick. Super quick. What's up, B? Guys, thanks for having me on. No problem, man. What's up? Hey, not too much. I just wanted to say I'm born and raised in Las Vegas, and I, I was around in that basketball era with the running Rebels with Tarkanian and, you know, nice. that, that championship team that, that knocked off the Blue Devils, but I didn't go to UNLV, and I'm born and raised diehard Vegas. And throughout my, my whole teenage life, you know, I scammed my way onto the campus, which was pretty lax. And, I mean, we could be at frat parties. We could scam our way because people thought we went to, to UNLV. You know and what? We I'm glad you called. Yo, B, B, I'm, I'm glad you called because there's your loophole. So you, think our, you think our buddy Sal, he's Sal went there, right? Yeah. Do you think he's a bigger fan than our buddy here who has the tattoo and lived for it? Yes, I believe so. You, no, no, it's no, not, no, theory. no, but if you sneak on the campus and uh, hook up and drink and have college fun, uh, that's just as good as going there. Steve DeSager. Wait, so you're saying if you yeah. had, if you drank on campus and had maybe familiar relations? Yeah, you're, yeah it counts as going there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I'll, I'll make that adjustment. On What's up? campus, on campus. What's up, Steve? The Houston Rockets had lost 12 games in a row. They've just won. Beat Woo-hoo. Memphis. Wow. Yeah. 123-112, and this is a Memphis team that just Rocket. passed Golden State into second place in the Western Conference last night when the Warriors lost again. John ja Morant, six assists, five turnovers in defeat. He had 22 points. Cavaliers are leading mid-fourth quarter, 86-70 over Toronto. The Nuggets' lead is down to 77-76 over New Orleans late in the third. New Orleans has won three in a row. And the late game starts in a half an hour. The Clippers, who've won five straight, host the New York Knicks, who have lost seven in a row. The Brooklyn Nets Nets record 32 and 33 this season. They lost at Boston today, 126-120. Jason Tatum scored 54 points. Utah and Washington with wins. Milwaukee as well. The Bucks beat Phoenix 132-122. Chris Middleton 44 points. In college basketball, the regular season ends tonight, and right now, just over a minute.
minute to go on FS1 in a top 25 matchup in the Big Ten. At Illinois, the home team leads Iowa 73-68. Earlier, Nebraska got a surprise victory at number 10, Wisconsin, 74-73. Michigan won at number 23, Ohio State, 75-69. Michigan went 11-9 in conference, as did Michigan State, which defeated Maryland today. Memphis with number 14, Houston, 75-61. Houston, 20 turnovers in the loss. Selection Sunday for March Madness is next Sunday. Among the eight NHL games, Dallas won 6-3 at Minnesota, and Tampa Bay has won 6-3 at Chicago. Alex Bowman took the NASCAR race in Las Vegas. Scotty Scheffler won the Arnold Palmer Invitational by one stroke. And in New York, baseball's labor negotiations resumed today, but MLB claims today's proposal from the players was worse than a week ago. The owners say things are deadlocked, so losing more games is certainly a possibility. Exhibition games already are canceled through at least March 17th. Major League Baseball had already canceled the first two series of the regular season after the players union rejected the owner's offer on a labor contract last week back to you thank you steve the sager did you hear your boy max scherzer they're saying he's a bit abrasive in these negotiations i heard he's a good negotiator really i think i heard he's gonna be the next priceline negotiator (laughs) that's how good he is after william shatner yeah is he still the guy (laughs) max scherzer priceline negotiator but i mean does that ever cross your mind that hey maybe he should take a more gentle approach here like i i feel like sometimes i'm a bit abrasive in those meetings i've been told one time like hey listen if you don't like it, you could go. Oh. And like, oh, wait, wait, wait a second. That's not what I'm trying to say here. I'm just trying to you know, plead my case. Well, Sometimes you get too passionate. Maybe Scherzer's just coming across a little too aggressive. Well, coming up, we are going to talk some baseball. Here's three things. I'm going to tell you what's on deck. I'm going to tell you what's in the hole. And I'm going to, well, excuse me. Uh, uh, and I'm going to tell you what's uh, up third. We got three things I want to get to in the next hour. I want to talk about Shaq turning 50 and a couple funny moments in the life of Shaquille O'Neal. I got in a fight with an old lady on social media about baseball. I have to tell you, this is, I felt so embarrassed. Did you but film it? Is it going viral yet or no? No, no. But I, I felt I felt embarrassed when I realized I clicked on her picture. I'm like, oh my God, I'm fighting with an old lady. Um, Shame on you. And Aaron Rodgers. I want everyone in the room to put on their thinking cap because I want your predictions. Because they're saying as early as Tuesday, a decision could be made of where Aaron Rodgers goes. So all that coming up right here with your buds, Kavino and Rich on Fox Sports. Sorry, man. I'm sending hate tweets. Why are you sending hate tweets? Because I hate people. That's how I live. You hate me, I hate you back. Those are the rules I play by. Stop it. Kavino's responding to someone with one follower. Well, that one follower could have texted their one friend. They don't need to tweet our employer. So <laughs> that that you know, if you don't have haters, then you're not doing anything right. So there the you heat. go. Bring the heat. Bring the heat. I'll bring it back. Fox Sports Radio, Covino and Rich at Covino and Rich. Steve Covino, Rich Davis. I'm Steve Covino. That's Rich Davis right there. Yeah. Say hi, Rich. Say hi. Hi. hey, buddies. I want people to know who's who. Yeah, because Spot uh, is the beardy guy. We got Bobo, who's always at the gym, making everybody feel lazy all the time. Danny I'm finally G. Back. Danny G has pipes like, like he has. You would imagine that. That Danny G's package is hitting the floor right now. The Stop it. <laughs> the way he talks. It's Steve DeSager got the updates. It's yeah. Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. 877-99 on Fox. Um, I did say, I did say we we're going to talk about Shaq. We we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Get that on your mind. Think about where will Aaron Rodgers end up. But I had to read this interaction I had with someone. Offici- and- officiating weddings. That's where I'll end up. 
I I felt so stupid. I'm going to read you an interaction I had with a woman who I thought I thought I was arguing with like like another grown man. I didn't think I was arguing with someone like our grandparents age on Facebook. And we're going to get to that in a second, but Shaq turned 50. And did you see the video that's floating around where it's, he's at the chiropractor? It's great. And he's getting all cracked like, ah, oh, it's, it's an older clip, but, but it's, it's making the rounds it's again. Birthday, yeah, it's, it's resurfacing. It's hilarious. Is Shaq possibly the most loved, accepted person in the world of sports? Like, if you were to be like, if you were to do one of those uh, polls where it's like, who's got the, mo- the highest approval rating of just likability? I think Shaq is the biggest sports mainstream crossover star in our lifetime. I really believe that. Think of his endorsements, his likability. Everything he does is, is revered. Everybody well, if you watched, uh, listen, if you watched all the do- all the OJ documentaries before that all went weird in the eighties, OJ Simpson was the number <laughs> right. one answer on Are the board. You saying that Shaq would be today's equivalent? Well, we've made that point before. Kavino's girlfriend's a little younger, and I remember you like you were trying to explain to her no creepo. For those of you wondering. Yeah, I mean, you're dating a younger woman. I didn't say it was creepo. Yeah, but I know how people think. <laughs> hey, tweets. Yeah. But his girlfriend wasn't alive when OJ was doing television. And the reality is, it's hard to really... It's hard to really accept. If you tell someone that only knows OJ as, like, you know, possible killer... If you told that person, no, no, you don't get it. He was like loved by everyone. It's charismatic. He was, he was, he he was in cr- movies. He crossed over to every audience, but broadcaster, again, he was, actor. He was one of the first to do it too, right? I mean, I'm not saying the first by oh, any means, we, but we, he was one of those guys who really crossed over to the mainstream. You get the analogy to your girl that I agreed with because you were saying that would be what happened with OJ in the 90s would be the equivalent is if all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we're like, wait, Shaq possibly murdered someone? But I think we're at the point now where Shaq is, bigger. is way bigger than OJ was. OJ was in the mainstream world. Michael Strahan, outside of Michael Strahan's a top five answer, but he's not. I don't think Strahan's more popular than... Strahan's in the conversation, no doubt. So likable, but when you think of Shaquille O'Neal, the reason he does all these endorsements, and the guy does endorsement after endorsement, and appearance after appearance, and so many great stories about, you know, he ran into this couple at a restaurant, he paid for everybody, and bought them cars, because he's likable, and he's trustworthy, and, and consumers obviously believe what Shaq says, or else they wouldn't pay him all this money to be the spokesman. He's an athlete because he's a performer. Dwayne the Rock Johnson might be the only other person that has the likability factor. I mean, his charisma's through the roof. Hold on, there's, Hulk there's Hogan a back in the eighties. Hulk Hogan before he got caught saying some racial stuff. Yeah. to be honest. Yeah, but again, you're talking now. You're confusing charisma, right? With like honestly, likability, because I think Shaq is is bigger than all of those guys. I mean, the question would be this: You ask a hundred people on the streets, he's funnier than the other. You, people. you ask a hundred people on the streets, hey, do you like this person? Who's gonna get? More yeses than anyone else. And I think the answer is going to be one of two people. Dwayne The Rock Johnson no, or Shaquille O'Neal. I disagree. Like As much as I like The Rock, he's, his charisma's through the roof. Charisma through the roof. But is he as funny as Shaquille O'Neal? You know what I mean? Like With, uh, yes. What are you I talking think about? So. You don't, I don't think so. I really don't. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's funnier than Shaquille I O'Neal. I don't think he's funny. If he's doing something with Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart's funny. The Rock's just reacting. That's just how I feel about it. 
Doesn't make me wrong. I, I mean, you're I mean, entitled to your proof, wrong opinion. I think the proof is in is in the fact that Shaq is the guy endorsing all these products. People find him more likable than The Rock. The Rock is, you know, he's a movie star. And he's also he's very funny. Charismatic. All right, so as far he as he also owns a lot of the stuff that he's in the commercials for, like Papa John's and Icy Hot and all that stuff. Yeah. Has a stake in those companies. Now, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal. Anyone else in yeah, that I mean, conversation? I, I hate to give people's answers, but Peyton Manning was in the conversation for sure. Peyton Manning, we'll write yeah. him down. Peyton Manning. Is you that your said t- is, hand. is that your top? All right, so let's let's who's in our top five? But but Shaquille O'Neal, I think, is bigger than all those guys now. You know, I, I think a lot of these mm. guys have been neck and people, neck for people a long talk time. About, people talk about how Dwayne the Rock Johnson could run for president. No one says that about Shaq. Dude. Y- you know how you know how everything Dave Grohl touches turns to gold. Like everybody loves Dave Grohl. Yeah. For, for in, good reason, because he's likable. I think that's Shaq in the sports world. Everybody loves what he does. Think of who is in your top five. I'll give you a second to think about it. And while we're doing that, let me remind you about Indeed. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, then you need Indeed because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. Now, at Covino and Rich, at Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox. The Rock, Shaq, Peyton Manning, Michael Strahan. Who's the fifth? If you would have said the top five mass appeal everyone it's loves. The Rock's an entertainer. Shaq was an athlete. There's a difference there. There's a difference. All right. Your feedback next right here on Covino and Rich. It's the sweet one. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. I'm a sweet one. Steve Cavino. That is Rich Davis. The sweetest. What's He's up? the weak one. Fox What's Sports up, Radio. Buddies. At What's Covino up, and Rich at Fox Sports Radio. One more hour of fun with you guys. Your phone calls, your Wait, feedback. We got one more hour? Sweet. <laughs> I can play the sweet one all day. It's the sweet one. Thank you, Bobo. Danny G. What's up, my man? Uh, we'll talk Aaron Rodgers in a little bit. Um, I'll tell you about the fight I got with a little old lady who about baseball, but Shaq turning 50 got us thinking, who's the top five most likable athletes in the world? And I started going through all the different... That's the thing. You have to stretch it out. You start bringing wrestlers into this. Wrestlers are athletes. I get it. I'll keep wrestlers out of it then. But they're entertainers. So it should be no surprise that they're charismatic, that they're funny, because that's what they do. I, I get what you're saying. You know Shaquille O'Neal was Undertaker a basketball player. Undertaker is not charismatic. That well, is true. He's, he His stays character. in character. He stays but in character. He's right, though, in, in with the point that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is, while he's an athlete, he's an entertainer. All right, so let's stick to just athletes. And if you're going to make your top five current, like when I say current, I'm not talking, you can't name someone from like the 70s. I'm going to go Peyton Manning. Oh, I can't mention Jim Palmer. He had he had amazing underwear ads. Oh, the late great Gary Carter with his Dove ads. True. There were some likable people back then. I'm saying like more current. So you got Peyton Manning, you got Shaq, you get Strahan in there, and then you start thinking, hey, who's really loved on a universal level? When I say you name the person, people love him. Yeah, like, like outside of sports, like your mom and your wife were like, yeah, he's great. I oh, love. Oh, I like him or right. her or her. Um. For instance, a guy named Snake in Albany hit us up. He goes, Michael Jordan. And I'm thinking, greatest of all time. But people don't like him. Like, his 
he's not known as like I man. He, I think he's leaning on the fact that when it comes to endorsements, like you can't deny the Jordan brand in the conversation. But again, likability factor yeah. just isn't there. No one's like man, Jordan the most likable. Yes, Jordan the greatest ever, but not the most likable. But, but a huge. Because we were talking spokesman. I mean, what he did for Gatorade, what he did for uh, Nike. Yeah, but that's, it's also before social media, so people aren't, their true selves weren't yeah. exposed. No, I agree. Jordan shouldn't be in the conversation. Um, Just not as likable as, and, as the other guys we mentioned. And you know what? The, the late, great Kobe Bryant was liked, but we keep got to keep in mind, when he was playing and everything, wasn't necessarily loved by everyone. So he's not in the conversation either. I went through each league. I'm going to throw some names at you that might jump out at me, but I can't think of anyone... That's on the level of Shaquille O'Neal, Peyton Manning, and Strahan. As far as mainstream, your mom likes them, your wife or girlfriend, your cousin, your the husband, your coworkers. Like we're talking universally loved. You know who was in this conversation in the eighties, seventies, but was one of the first to do this too? Sugar Ray Leonard. He was one of those guys. He was liked. He but- was one of those guys back. In the day. But you named a couple of them. Jim Palmer, Gary <laughs> right. Carter. Like, there were guys who were going, yeah. They're few and far between where they, they're able to cross over from their, their game, their sport, and then they become a mainstream spokesman, and, and they're outside of their sport, and people still love them as a personality because they're funny or likable or whatever the case is. Now, I, I think people love him as, as an announcer, but I don't think anyone's like, man, I really love Tony Romo. They just think he's good. Collinsworth people yeah I'm, I'm thinking of athletes that are still doing big things here's what i got so far if you go through the nba think of the superstars and everyone i name you're going to tell me nah people hate him all right mm-hmm. lebron he's too polarizing people for everyone that loves him someone hates him kd movie star he's a movie star Kyrie hates him hates him Russ. People hate him. Harden. People hate him. Like, even Trey Young. People are talking about, oh, he's balding. Like, no, people the thing hate, is, they're, hate, they're great, great yeah. basketball players, but you know they're not and then, well-received outside of basketball. Giannis is respected, and he's a great man, but Giannis is too boring to be like the guy. Yeah, it's like a Mike Trout. Right, yeah, like, a nice oh, he's guy, nice great fellow. baseball player, but you know, no one's really. Uh, I, I think the, clo- up to see the, guy. Uh, the closest thing might, but then you're gonna say, no, there's plenty of people that hate Steph Curry. Oh, I got one. He might you might the- disagree, though. But for how he changed, and, and I I say this only so I can do his impression, but Mike Tyson. No, because the, the allegations in the past. Well, people yeah. love him A, a million women will be, uh, and yeah. men will be like, no way am I putting him. Because he, he has bad times in his past. They were just allegations. Yeah, but you don't know. Uh, That's supposed to be a clandestine conversation. How about life after the Patriots and Bill, Bill Belichick? And you guys were talking about his tweet yeah. last week. I mean, Tom Brady... I didn't like when he was on the Patriots. And now, since the Bucks yeah. and partying on the boat, he's likable to me now. He totally changed his image. Now, when Could I went, be in the conversation. In when the I went through the NFL, Danny G, you know who came up in my mind as the most likable people? The doofy tight ends of the world. The Gronkowskis, the Kittles, the Kelseys. Like yeah. we're talking like the Gronkowski like, could be in this conversation. Because they're all sure. very they're yeah. all just like broy fun guys. Like he think does of his like Tide Pod commercials and I think Gronkowski will be there yeah. in the chat conversation got, uh, in like a year or two. What's her name by his side? Camille Kostick. Camille Co- yeah, Kostick, yeah. But Gronk. Mm-hmm. And even like a guy like, I, I'm not saying this just because I'm a Niners guy, but George Kittle is known as like a really fun, funny guy. It, it, it's so not, hard. Is he as likable as Gronk? I think Gronk steals his thunder. Well, look at quarterbacks around the league. I, I think a lot of times when you win, you're also hated because people are like, yeah, screw him. Like Patrick Mahomes, his brother and fiance don't help. Aaron Rodgers, nope. Josh <laughs> Allen, nope. 
Tom Brady until two years ago? No way. You can go through the whole league. And there's haters. So it's very interesting. Again. Happy 50th birthday to Shaq. You somehow have stayed lovable after all this time. Social media has helped too. And he puts himself out there. Yeah. Remember uh, that, that clip? It, on, on, yeah. You got that clip, Danny G, when he was on Hot Ones? We needed the milk. Shaq. So good. Now, while Danny G, there is. <laughs> He's just funny. And, and it doesn't hurt that every week now you see a different social media story where Shaq, like, Went into a store and bought laptops for kids that couldn't afford them. Like he's I like, got some milk. <laughs> you, know, you, know what I, you know what I think? But again, that that all that helps is likability. Like yeah. that gif of him doing the shimmy uh, with the cat. The, no. When, when the, and the cat does the shimmy and then it's Shaq the does the shimmy. <laughs> that stuff all helps is likability. So happy 50th Shaquille, Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, Dave and Phoenix, you're on with Kavino and Rich. What's up, Dave? Hey, you guys. I... Uh... I want to just rewind a little bit. I heard you talking about Elton John at the beginning of the show, and uh, I just wanted to share an experience I had on a limo ride to a Elton John concert. I did not pay for the tickets. I did not pay for the limo. Uh, front row center at Hollywood Bowl. Uh, the show was great, but the limo was even greater. It, was, uh, it wasn't the black or white Lincoln that you would expect. It was a burgundy with gold pinstripes. During the show, I happened to look off to the right of stage and I saw someone waving at me and it was our limo driver. Somehow our limo driver got backstage and uh, once I recognized them, I was pointing them out to everyone I was with. When we left the concert, uh, our limo driver had like the best parking space. I don't know why, but we were uh, surrounded by people who I guess thought that Elton John was coming to that limo. When we showed up, everybody was disappointed. Okay. I enjoy your sport. I enjoy your sports talk, but <laughs> I thought I should share that with everybody. Well, that's one of us. I'm kidding. Uh, See what happens when you bring up Elton John. I I listen. I, I thought I was his know. limo driver, Lloyd Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I think I recognize him. <laughs> I think I recognize him. You know, more people do die than there were to the airport. Um, That's a lovely accent. I, you know what? New Jersey? I, 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 hey, I appreciate you calling our show do, and enjoying I it. I really, really do, I man. Do. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm just, I was so curious to see where that story was I going. Was I was as well. I was pulled I, in. I was, I was on the edge I of thought, my seat. I thought he was going to be like, and then he pulled me on stage and I did the crocodile rock. <laughs> I was like, where is he going? I uh, thought he was going to get pulled over as the limo driver and get a DUI with them in the car. Yeah, I really, I was yeah. so curious to I see where I thought there was going to be some amazing payoff there. I, I, assumed, I. I assumed Elton was somehow actually involved. I was like, it's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. It's coming. And it never came. And then Elton looked at me, and he was... <laughs> and the limo driver ran I, over Elton John's foot. I right? Looked, I looked yeah, into the crowd. Taking that. I looked into the crowd, and it was my limo driver. Sorry. And? And? What were we talking about? Who's his limo driver? Um, Lloyd Curley, who, who else could be his limo driver? Who's the dude from Die Hard? Oh, uh... Style? Argyle. 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 He's just waiting in the parking lot for John McClane for and two for hours. For some reason, With a big had, teddy bear. he had such a great parking spot. So weird. So weird. Man, uh, Chris in Indiana beat that. Hi, guys. Um, I just wanted to call and talk about uh, 
you were speaking about uh, geographical uh, proximity and rooting for sports teams. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, I, I don't really ever give a pass for professionals or in regards to, like, professional teams because yeah. it always seems like it's front runners. Like, you don't ever get, like, a guy from Tacoma, Washington that roots for the Cleveland Browns. You know what I mean? Or, like, the, the, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, yeah, I think, there, I, think there's a, uh, I think there's a statute of limitations on front running. Like, Danny G, I think we could all agree, Bobo. Not a front runner for the Cowboys. Now, maybe but, 25, 30 years yeah. ago when it all started, and you could be like, sense. yo, because you're, you're an impressionable kid and kids are going to be yeah. gravitating toward teams that are successful. Like, I was a front runner, Chris, in the yeah. 80s when I was a little school, when I was a schoolboy rooting for Joe Montana. Yeah, you could say I was a front yeah, you runner. Don't know any better. But you know what? Yeah. You know, fast 30 years later, am I really a front runner when I root for a team that hasn't won in 25 plus years, right? No, but yeah. I will, and I will say this: I, I, I give a I, I give a pass for colleges because, uh, like, if you live in that state, like you're paying tons of taxes and stuff like that Ooh, for that shit. college to run. So that's it's like if loophole. you want to root for that college, like that's okay with me because you're you're paying to keep that college open. <laughs> Chris, that's all. I just wanted to be quick and chime in real quick. Thanks, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. Chris has like a I good laugh. He's, he's like, like <laughs> Chris yeah. like, he sounds like Shane from Love Is Blind. He's like, okay. <laughs> hey, yo, oh, like, Chris. Hey, man, did you see the reunion? <laughs> uh, yeah. What's up, Chris? Tell me that there should not be a, a uh, like a spinoff show with just Shane and, <laughs> the and those of, two ladies. The that, life of Shane. Yes. Uh, love is anyway, dumb. yeah, that's from Netflix's uh, Love uh. is Blind. It's a random reference, guys, but thanks for hanging in there. Uh, Shaq turned 50. The takeaway here is... He's on a he's, short list. He's become, yeah, he's on a short list of... Universally you know, loved uh, people. An, an athlete, a, a sports legend who made a mainstream crossover... And he's a he's a big star outside of basketball. What do you got from the MLB world? Nobody. Like current day? Yeah. What about like an A Rod? Oh no. No, he people don't like him. Yeah, but even when Kavino, I, like J- I feel like J Lo helped his stock. J Lo did help his stock when they were together. But Spot, even when Kavino was you know swinging from Jeter for twenty years, Jeter has no charisma. No, and and as as <laughs> as, as great as great as he was, Mr. how many Tory pe- told me I had great charisma? <laughs> Mr. Yeah, Tory, he Mr. put all he put Mr. every Tory. Every ounce of charisma he had in his life into baseball. And, and you know what, Spot? Outside of New York, people probably hated him, and they always thought he was overrated. So Jeter's a bad answer, too. I, I think... Yeah, his, in, no, his numbers really show that he's overrated. Who in baseball... Oh, you know what? This shows you... And this goes perfectly into Pete our next Rose. conversation about baseball. This shows you why baseball needs fun changes. Who is the Dodgers pitcher? Joe Kelly, right? The guy makes one little... Face like a little face, yeah. and he's like the coolest dude in baseball because of that. That's how baseball is lacking such personality. Huh? That's so, a mural now on the side of a building yeah, in Los yeah. Angeles. So because Joe it was Kelly, a funny moment, but think about how simple that was, and that just is a reflection on how boring baseball is. Yeah, who's that he? got such traction. All he did was make a sad face. And guys, our editor Tab came in and said, uh, "Big Poppy." As far as uh, oh most yeah, no, Pop, Poppy's. You know what? That's a great answer. From Tab. Thank you, Tab. That's a good one. Um, now, even, even you know what? As a Yankees fan, I have to say, yeah, Big Poppy, super likable. I'm going to leave a very open-ended question here, and we're going to discuss this in a moment. I'm asking you, not not what you th- what you think is- Hey, Rich, wait, hold on. I'm sorry to interrupt, but what about Frank Thomas? The ladies love him, too. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Thomas got uh, more popular after those commercials. Yeah, the ladies love him, too. Ooh, so You know they do. No, but no. Big Poppy is the answer, so I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, don't worry, man. I uh, I wanted to just throw this out there. Ba- if baseball, well, it will, but if and when, who knows when it'll return. What 
is the perfect baseball solution in your eyes as a fan? You t- you could you could give us a not a long Elton John story. Give us a twenty second rundown. Could have like, been a great story. I know he should have made like a weird pivot and lied to us. At the, yo, by the way, that's a great message. If your story's going nowhere, I give everyone permission to lie. Like at that point, he could have been like, and then uh, then Elton John jumped in the limo and we all got high. Like, and I would have been like, sweet. <laughs> um, I looked in the stands and he was waving at me. I think I want to know what your perfect baseball season looks like. You could be like, Rich, I want them to do Universal DH, only 120 games, this, that, and that, whatever. Give me what you think the perfect baseball scenario looks like. And are you going to tell us about the fight you And I'm going to tell you why, because oh, okay. I argued with someone, not realizing they were an 80-year-old woman on Facebook, about this. More Cavino and Rich next. Oh, yeah. My name's Cavino, pronounced with an Ovino. <laughs> That's Rich. He likes his oatmeal lumpy. Uh, hey, got to let you know, if you're hiring, hiring heating up, well, Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy Ooh. to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place, sponsor a post, and instantly receive a short list of qualified candidates on Indeed, who resumes, resumes, resumes match your job. <laughs> he said resume! Description. Oh, I, know, I know who's not getting a job in here. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. For your resumes. <laughs> resume. Well, resume and resume are spelled the same, bozo. <laughs> One has an accent, though. Where is the re- where's the accent? Resume. Better update your resume, homie. That's why I say curriculum <laughs> verite. That's why I use a curriculum verite. <laughs> CV. You know what? I hate, uh, especially you know when we're talking sports, yeah. resign and resign. It and always bothers me. Anytime an on-air person... Danny G and Bobo, note this next time it happens here at Fox or any other sports platform. When someone talks about a contract, if they're using resigns or resigns, yeah, resi- I don't like, like it. it's, that's too close for complete opposites. Yeah, people get it wrong all the time, and it's like, well, I meant resigns. Wait, you resigned? No, I, I re. Yeah, that one bothers signed, me. Yeah, I know one has a dash. One has a dash. I know. Still bothers. Some it's people too close. Leave, some people leave the dash when out. You, do it again. The dash is in there. So we're Cavino and Rich. If you're digging the show, we appreciate you. If you're just hanging, thank you. It's Fox Sports Radio. We do this every day, Monday through Thursday and Fridays. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. So please check that out. And if you're listening on FoxSportsRadio.com in the future, what's up, future dude? We appreciate you. We're at Covino and Rich, at Steve Covino, at Rich Davis, at Spot Center. And shout out again to Danny G, Bobo, and Steve DeSager. Thank you guys for hanging out with us, rocking with us. Love being here Sunday nights. I'm not rocking with you. Why not? Because I'm, I'm fighting with an old lady on Facebook. Well, Let me tell you what happened. Let's hear here. that story. Um, but I have my answer. Perfect baseball season, 132 games. Why not 130? Because I, I, I don't know. The, like 162, the, two? <laughs> the, two? the 162 always stood out, so I'm saying 132. Two? By the way. Just cut a month's worth of games out, and that would be perfect. Because today's day and age especially, it's just too long. It's ridiculous. I knew I I knew I saw this recently. It was from the New York Jets. Three weeks until free agency begins. So friendly reminder: read dash sign mm-hmm. equals to sign another contract with a team. Resign equals to voluntarily leave a job. Wow. Okay. So thanks. I, let's have fun. There you go. I knew I saw it somewhere. Get um, rich. Resume. Sorry. <laughs> resume. resume. Get it. <laughs> uh, proceed uh, with the Morfield. All right. Um, I was reading an article about the latest on the MLB lockout and what the union's proposing, what the owners are proposing, and I saw people fighting back and forth. And and again, we I don't want to harp on this again. We talked about it 
a few minutes last week where anyone that just loves to side with the owners, I, I don't understand the the desire to be like, yeah, let's go billionaires. Yeah, I mean, y- you can't deny that baseball players are also making a ridiculous can, amount of money. Can but I, Can I ask you a quick question Yeah, before you get to your point? But I'm on the side of the working man over yeah. the owners. I feel like your dream has always been to play in the major leagues. What if there was some sort of like scab situation where they were looking for like the every man because they needed the season to go on. Yeah. So they're like, we'll take anyone, anyone who can play just to go on with the season. Would you do it? Yeah. Cavino and Shane from Love is Blind. <laughs> <laughs> Whipping in the batting cage. Yo, bro, you can finally play for the Yankees. I've had this fantasy. I know you have. Wow. I've had this fantasy. You've, no, you've had the fantasy where you're at the game and like. They they get rid of all you know the players. They need a player, and they point to the stands. They're like you. Yeah, Camino has you. A, Camino, we need you on the me? field. Yeah. Me, yeah. you it's a, right it's a, there. It's a scam hey. season, and there's a COVID outbreak, and the only one that can play is Steve Camino. Would you do it on the hot corner? Yeah, pinstripes are slimming, right? So yeah. I can do that. Rich, you ever have? And then this is a conversation for our Patreon or another day. But you ever have that dream where you're really in the big leagues, and then you wake up and it just felt so good because it's so real. Yeah. And you feel like such a loser. That's, like, not, oh, that's not the only if time. I just practiced a little harder. That's not the only type of dream I've had where I'm like, oh, why do I have to wake up? <laughs> Like, but oh, no, that wasn't but real. Something yeah. so, because that's like your childhood, right? Of course. And like, you, it felt so real. And then you wake up and you're like, did that? No, it didn't happen. No, oh, no, I, I, I wasn't on the Yankees. Let, let me get back <laughs> to my could ha- life. It could happen. If, yeah. this, if this lockout keeps happen. going, it could happen. Wait, yo, so, wait, so the lineup didn't read Martinez, Williams, Jeter, Cavino? No? No, that wasn't your no, childhood. It wasn't me. Sorry. No. It wasn't me. But you know what? Spot brings up something stupid, and I'm, and I'm telling you. Most guys have had that dumb Most thought. guys have thought about that. Like, yo, I, can I suit up? Can I be ready? Come on. You know you are. You know where you've had the thought the most? Like, outside the stadium, they have a radar gun. And you're like, yo, what if I throw some, like, 80-something mile under heat? And they're like, no, yeah, our can't. bullpen's banged up. We need you. No, you can't. <laughs> no, but, I mean, think about it. We've resorted to watching YouTube celebrities fight. And we realized, yeah, we don't care if it matters. We just want to see a good fight and fun and spectacle. You don't think if the right people put on some uniforms just to kill time, it could work? No. Um, I just saw, to kill time in the meantime. It, it would be it, it, fun. There's a great people meme going around. People don't care anymore. There's a meme going around. I'll give him props uh, from ESPN, Jeff Passan. Jeff Passan put out a great tweet where it was like, if you get the next best 1,200 players, like the league would suck. But if you got the next like thirty something billionaires, like we'd be all good. So like the value is in the players. So spot, see if you can find the Jeff Pass. You said yeah. yeah. If, if you went and got the next twelve hundred best players in the world, the product would suffer greatly. If you handed uh, MLB teams over to any thirty competent business people, the sport would not suffer. Actually, it might improve. Yeah. So I mean, I think we should all be on the player side, and everyone's yeah. like, they make millions. Yeah, Max Scherzer does. Yeah, Mike Trout does. Yeah. It's not always about the big guy, but that's not what I'm fighting with this lady about. Sorry, I felt so embarrassed. So I'm reading this whole article about the union's proposals, what the owners are coming back with, what the proposals include. I'm trying to get into the nitty gritty of what is happening and what the what the problem is, right? And. There's a lot of people that love to comment about, don't change the game. Don't make adjustments. You're ruining baseball. Don't change anything. And just when you look at the comments on social media, a lot of it has to do with 
everyone blaming the players' greed, but but ignoring the fact that the owners are billionaires. A lot of people love to just be like, yeah, they're millionaires playing a game. I get it, but they're also like elite, right? And then there's a lot of people just saying, don't change the game. So I just wrote, in, I don't know why I even engaged. But you know who says that though, Rich? I mean, not to state the obvious. Only people that say that are old farts. Yeah. And their opinion honestly doesn't or shouldn't matter. And then I've if you're re- trying I've, to keep I, the game I've, entertaining for a younger generation. People that blame the players, I also love to hit them up and engage with idiots. And I say things like, I guess you've never negotiated at your job. I get you just take what they give you. But you're right. It's it's old farts. And this is where what I wrote. I wrote, I love how people are like, quote, don't change a game. They need to. Interest level among anyone under the age of 45 to 50 is very low. You need to make things fun, interesting, and fresh. Otherwise, baseball will die. Innovate or die. No one has the attention span for 162 games. You dropped the Gary Vaynerchuk line? Yeah, innovate or die. No one has the attention span for 162 with not many postseason teams. You need to expand the postseason. Think about fun elements to add to the game. So... Some woman, I didn't know it was a woman. Someone writes back to me. You're an idiot. <laughs> I mean, as I mean, a long, I mean, she's right. as I mean, a longtime right. fan, <laughs> this idea is sinful. Because because people hold the numbers so sacred. That's if why your attention span is narrow. Then go back to watching cartoons and leave us tr- <laughs> and go back. To watch a cartoon and leave us true fans alone. I mean, and then I was like, truth hurts oh. sometimes. Then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm like, start typing away. And then I look <laughs> at her profile picture, and it's no joke, like an 80 year old woman. So, so Mother I, Hubbard, she, so she, wrote, she uh, tweeted from her cupboard. <laughs> yes, I was like, where are you at? Your cupboard? She respects the tradition of the game. So yeah, spot, so spot, dude, uh, we all do. But so if spot, you want to save I, the game and you really love it, then you got to make I, adjustments. I wrote back to her and I wrote respectfully. I, I wrote respectfully. You proved my point. You're aged out of the demo that the league is worrying about. You have to worry about gaining the interest of kids, teenagers, and people in their 20s, or your sacred sport will die. And I thought about this, and I, I looked it up because I was pretty sure I knew the dates, but I wanted to just make sure, Cove. But hold on. For, for people who don't know us that well, you said you're a sacred sport. We all love baseball. Yeah. I love baseball. Rich loves baseball. Yeah, we like the 162-game season. That just means more baseball. But you got to be realistic. No one cares about that. I, and there's no kids. And there's few and far between. Don't get it twisted. I get it. Kids, there's some kids that like baseball, but not in comparison to basketball and football. Not even close. I want to just throw this out there and take your feedback at 877-99 on Fox. What is your ideal season? Because I just want to remind people that we used to think, man, you know, hockey and basketball, you might still feel this way, Danny J, Bobo, you guys, ah, too many teams in the postseason. You know, football expanded the postseason little by little, and you know what? It keeps fans interested. It keeps you hungry. It keeps you thinking, ooh, maybe my team could slip in the playoffs, make some noise. It creates excitement. Up until the 90s, up until the strike that pushed everyone away from baseball, I think we have the short memory to forget that after 162 games, four teams made the playoffs. Les Miserables. Two AL division winners, yeah. two NL division winners, four teams played, and then the two teams faced in the World Series that won those divisions. Then after that, they realigned the divisions, they added a wild card. And then they said, you know what? Why don't we add one more wild card, make a one game in and win wild card? And now 
They're saying let's add two or even four more wildcard teams, which at first you're like, well, let's not get carried away. Keeps fans but engaged. But Dan, I think to myself, yeah. Danny G, as a Mets fan, how many times do you think by by the mid midsummer, I'm like, all right, let's wait for football. This stinks. If a team can get in, winning eighty something games as a wild card, and ha- and the it Lakers just- are a good example. We talked about it before. Yeah, they still got a shot. The NBA, there's an eight, there's always <laughs> an, there's always an eight seed. Yeah, there's always an eight seed in the NBA that's like keeps, under five hundred. The fans in, they're under five hundred, and they have a hope. They at least they have a shot. They have a puncher's chance, right? And same with uh, same with hockey. There's always an eight seed. I mean, hockey's a little different. An eight seed could win. They're a little closer. But even in, but in dude, football, right? Even if they did win, then I guess maybe they deserved it. This year, the forty right? the forty niners were a team that got hot late. They were injured early on. The forty ers Made it to the NFC Championship game and they snuck in a wild card spot. Remember how good Wild Card Weekend was? Yeah. What I love about the NFL is they can expand and you still don't have teams sneaking in with records under 500. You're going to get 10 and now with the 17 game schedule, you're going to get 10 and 7. Maybe there'll be a year with a 9 and 8 team, but the reality is you will have winning teams. And I think this is a great thing. If baseball, when they do come back, they do, I don't know if they need to do 14 teams, but they definitely, expanding the playoffs is such a great idea for baseball because how many times, Camino, you can't relate to this because you're a Yankees fan, and honestly, they're always in the postseason conversation. Yeah, yeah. But think if you're if you're rooting for a team that's playing 500 baseball at the All-Star break, how sucky is it when you're like, well, see you next year. If your team could rip yeah, off 10 ze- in a row. zero incentive to yeah. watch. If zero. If your team's 500 at the All-Star break, you you realize that, like, oh, we're a 10-game winning streak or getting hot away from at least making a wild card run. Let's go to Steve DeSager. Steve, I hope you're with me. Baseball needs some fun changes. Oh, of course they do. But decreasing the amount of games is a non-starter for people who make money by selling tickets to games. <laughs> exactly. Boom. Exactly. I do wonder when we're old guys. Let's say we're 100 years old. Like, hey, I'm 100. In like, in like 50, 60 years, when you're 100 years old, if you're alive, do you think there's still going to be 162 baseball games a year? Mm-hmm. Kids watch things for 10 seconds on, uh, on TikTok. You think they're going to watch 162 games in 50 years from now? You uh, think our atten- athletes you think, are not going to want to sign up for that? You think, kind our, of you think our attention spans are going to get better? Games no. will be one inning by then. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a 30 game season and yeah. 130 games for the playoffs. Exactly. Everybody will have a chance. You know, MLB had wanted yeah. to tie the the amateur draft lottery that's coming to baseball to expanding the playoffs. The players had said okay to 12 total teams in the postseason. Mm-hmm. MLB's plan for 14 teams total. Mm-hmm. The division winner with the best record in each league would get a bye and advance directly to the division series. The other two division champs in each league would choose their first round opponent and get to play at home for an entire best of three first round. See, that's sort of cool. Like, I, I know I, there's traditionalists that will be like, that's, oh, what, what are you doing? You're ruining the game. To me, it's like, that seems exciting. The better team gets to choose who they play. That's rivalries. That's trash talking. That's what baseball needs. The more you expand the playoffs, the more bad teams get into the playoffs. Therefore, you really have to, and this is one thing the players, not mm-hmm. just Scherzer, have talked about. You really have to give teams incentives to make it worth their while to keep playing hard to the end, as opposed to saying, yeah. well, two seed, three seed, there's no difference. I'm resting everybody the last three weeks, that True. kind of thing. Baseball's labor negotiations did resume today in New York, but MLB claims today's proposal from the players was worse than a week ago and was, quote, not designed to move the process forward. Mm. The major economic issues still include revenue sharing and the luxury tax, competitive balance tax on teams, as they call it. That tax has hit teams with payrolls over $210 million, 
owners would raise the threshold to about $220 million. Players wanted about $240 million and eventually up past $260 million. So they are far apart. And that's not the only issue they're a part on. By the way, until the pandemic, MLB revenues were up for 17 straight years to over $10 billion total. Yeah. On Fox today, the NASCAR race was in Las Vegas. Alex Bowman was the winner. Kyle Larson finished second. In Orlando, Scotty Scheffler won the Arnold Palmer inv- Invitational by one stroke. And in the NBA... New Orleans, going for a fifth straight win, is headed to overtime at Denver. Tied with the Nuggets at 124. Nikola Jokic, a triple-double including 39 points. Brandon Ingram so far, 36 points for the Pelicans. The late game has just ended the first quarter. The Knicks are leading the Clippers in L.A. 25-22. Knicks trying to end a seven-game losing streak. Houston ended a 12-game losing streak, beating Memphis 123-112. to John Morant, six assists, five turnovers. Wins for Cleveland in Utah for Washington and Milwaukee, which beat Phoenix 132-122. Chris Middleton, 44 points. And at Boston today, 54 points for Jason Tatum in a win over Brooklyn, 126-120. Kevin Durant of the Nets, 37 points, 8 assists, 7 turnovers in the loss. And college basketball's regular season ends tonight on FS1. Illinois beat Iowa 74-72. The Illini finished tied for first with Wisconsin. Wisconsin lost to Nebraska today in the Big Ten, Illinois is the one seed. Rutgers the four seed. They get a bye into the quarterfinals. Loyola Chicago won the Missouri Valley Conference final. Longwood took the Big South final. Selection Sunday for March Madness next Sunday. Back to you. Thanks, Steve DeSager. It's Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back to Cavino and Rich. 877-99 on Fox. I'm still fantasizing about the Yankees calling me up. And it's going to happen. Gonna happen. Yeah, it's so, uh, what are you doing the next few months? <laughs> Nothing. Why? We need your skep how about you skep players. How yeah. you put on the pinstripes, play the hot corner. Sure. Sure, <laughs> Mr. Steinbrenner, no problem. And then I win over all the fans. Yo, it kind of happened. It's a stretch. Do they have any numbers left on that team for you uh, to play? Yeah, exactly. And can I wear number 21? No, sorry. Sorry, retiring it. Paul O'Neill. Did you guys see the Battered Bastards of Baseball, the documentary on Netflix? I did not. It came out in 2014. I'll sum it up real quick. Bing Russell, Kurt Russell's dad, Bing Russell was a famous actor. (laughs) He was a famous actor, did westerns and all that. Bing! Huge baseball fan. He owned a team in Portland, Oregon of just regular schmoes. I saw that. You saw this, right? That was very cool. Here's what's cool about it, and it's worth the watch. He owned this team from 73 to 77, and everyone in the Portland, Oregon area was rooting on his bunch. He just had a tryout. Like, you know, 300, 400 people showed up, and he picked his team. It was the last, like, non-Major League Baseball-affiliated team to still be competing with professional teams. And they were they were killing it. They were beating actual minor league teams. And then Major League Baseball was just doing everything they can and everything they could to buy out this team and put them out of existence. The point is, these regular schmoes who played with heart had the whole city behind them, and they were playing against professional minor league teams. So, you know, for you to say it's impossible that these scabs can come out and Stop win a city it. over. Come on. For you to say it's impossible. That's ridiculous. Is, 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 you're out of your mind. No one's going to watch a scab. Look at any professional time in, Just in football. As a time killer, n- never. time filler, nope. it's not impossible. Nope. Look at, look I'm at, keeping fantasy alive. Look back Dude, to it happened in the 70s. You act like that was so long ago. Well, and again, we're talking minor out. league squads. But better they, league of their own. Yeah. Hey, bring no. back the women in baseball. Hey, I'll tell you what. It's, it's a sad story, man. 
But uh, if you want, if you want to watch a cool documentary, it's called "The Battered Bastards of Baseball." You know, Jim Bouton, the owner of Big League Chew, was on that team. Look at that. You know what? The no, my, they were called the Portland Mavericks. My, my favorite athlete I'm watching right now is uh, you might have heard of him, Will. He's on Bel Air Academy. I heard that's pretty good. You huh? watching Bel Air? Bobo, no. you, you'd love Bel Air. You watching? I am not. I haven't got a chance oh, to. Oh, so good. Danny G, you got to check it out. All right. Uh, now, before we get out of here. I'm not going to check it out because you didn't listen to one thing I said about the Dallas I, I've heard you tell me that or, uh, 10 the times. The Portland Ma- Mavericks. I've heard you tell me that, and I've heard you tell me about Chocolatito Lopez. I've heard all this. I've, I know everything you say. Chocolatito Lopez, first of all, it's not Lopez. It's Gonzalez. Oh. And he's a Hall of Fame boxer. Okay? Hall of Fame caliber. Now, I want to tell you this before we get out of here. Think about where you think Aaron Rodgers will end up, and I want to hear why and where. Uh, coming up next here in Kavino and Rich, we are brought to you by one of our favorite cities. Where are we going to be next weekend? Hanging. Las Vegas. The greatest arena on earth. Plan your trip today. Visit LasVegas.com. Yeah, yeah. Fox Sports Radio, Kavino and Rich. At Covino and Rich. Thanks for all the feedback. A lot of feedback on Twitter, too. Everybody hitting us up. We appreciate it. At Covino and Rich. <laughs> oh, there was some, I, I feel bad. There was some woman that said we were mean to the guy about the yeah. Elton John oh, story. I'm like, come on. We're having fun. Everybody's a softy pants. That's why. Yeah. Um, hiring heating up. Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on Indeed. Whose resumes match your job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit. Steve Cavino, Rich Davis. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Have a a, a great rest of your weekend. And I'll tell you what, before we wrap it up, Rich, just a reminder. There's a lot of trash TV, like quality trash TV that we love. Oh, there is. Because I'm really we're really like excited. We're, wait, we're waiting for baseball. That we're about to get to the NBA playoffs. So you're right. This is the time where I'm watching. I'm watching shows with my wife, and I'm also watching trash reality. Well, dude, uh, winning time. Winning. Bringing that back. The rise of the Lakers dynasty premieres this weekend. So got to catch up on that. I'm excited about that. I'll check that out. That looks great. Looks great. I'll check it out. It looks that's, really that's good. The one that, by the way, that's well, I the. Really, I don't think you will because you're more consumed with like terrible, terrible TV. I can, say, really I can good. say the same about you. You skipped oh, a Lakers game to watch the Chocolatito Lopez fight. Gonzalez, bro. His name's Gonzalez. He's a legend. So it's like you saying like Manny Pacquiao. Well, he's not Manny Pacquiao, but he's Stop a legend. It. He's you, a legend. If, if someone, if everyone in this room other than you never doesn't know the guy's name as a common knowledge name, his you name can't is say Roman Gonzalez. He's like a he's a legend, dude. Roman <laughs> Gonzalez? Chocolatito. He's a legend. You're trying to put him I'm in the category. I'm not a big fan of his. I'm not. Yo, bro, you're out of your mind. I was for the other guy. Honestly, I don't want to even have the conversation. Anyway, out of your mind. You just compared him is, to Manny Pacquiao. You compared him to Manny Pac-Man he's, yeah, Pacquiao. Yeah, because he's a Hall of Fame fighter. I don't even think. I don't even think James Lennon Jr. or Michael Buffer ever said Chocolatito. His name. Uh, you'd be wrong. <laughs> He's one of the greats. I'm not a fan of his. I was rooting against him. Anyway, the point was, I'm gonna Lakers. Get, I'm going to get a cameo of him. For you. You're right. I did not. Hey, Camino, that's me. Chocolatito. I did choose to not go to the Lakers game because I was watching the fights. However, I'm going to watch Lakers winning time. Well, I'm going to watch the rise I, of the Lakers dynasty. I'm that, just giving you guys some homework, some fun to dive into later that on. That was tonight. the fight, by the way. That was the fight where. Will Ferrell wanted to play. Who do you want to play? Spot. He wanted to play someone in the in the show, and Adam McKay and him. That's what. That's how Will Ferrell and Adam McKay were 
co-writers on every big Will Ferrell movie in the 2000s. And their friendship and working relationship is over because... They casted John C. Riley. He right? gave it to they, he gave that role to John C. Riley, and, and uh, Will Ferrell really wanted to play... Uh, who did he want to play? Jerry Buss? Jerry? Uh, is yeah. it Jerry? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so there you have it. That's on tonight. You can catch it. Now, I asked you before it we get out of here. It looks good, though. I'm just saying. It does. Before good. we uh, say arrivederci. Aaron Rodgers. By the time we meet again next Sunday, guys, Aaron Rodgers will probably have a home. Is it Denver? Is it Green Bay? Is there a long shot Tennessee or Pittsburgh team that's going to lure him? Like, what? What does your instinct tell you right now? He's torn. That's what my instinct tells me. Our buddy Colin Coward said it. He has great relationships in Green Bay. And has an, easy, divi- has he, an easy division. He has an easy division, but he knows there's better talent in Denver and Pittsburgh. So he's torn. It's like... So what's your answer? It's, it's like being torn between two lovers. They both have good qualities. Which ones are more of a priority? I am convinced that Aaron Rodgers will continue to be a Green Bay Packer. Who on earth wants to play Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Carr and the Raiders? Who want, who wants to play that? Why do you why would you want those to be your six division games where Aaron Rodgers could coast? He could moonwalk, he could take a nap and Agreed. make it to the playoffs of the NFC and, and with a use, terrible use division. His negotiation to get the players that he thinks he needs. Yo, to, yeah, to push he, it further. He you can know? say, "Listen, I'll Use stay in Green. I'll there. stay in Green Bay. I'm, I'm I'm involved in the draft. I'm involved in any free agent moves moving forward or signings or anything. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll do a couple more years before I hang it up in Green Bay. He stays in Green Bay. I'm with you. I actually, right. agree. We can agree on that. All right, cool. Then uh, we'll have a great week. Until uh, next week, Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. All right, we'll see you. <laughs>